The home theater podcast, it's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds, the scenes. Woo! We got sounds. <laughs> you can hear the sights, the sounds, and the scenes now, or at least hear the sounds, right? The sounds, yes. <laughs> I could always see the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> well, not really. You can't see what I'm producing on this side, which means That's I also true. have to put in the... Uh, Let's see, bring up our names. There we go. We got the names up there for us. Um, yeah. So what do you think? You like this? Huh? And we have... John, you remember this one? I do. Yeah. Our <laughs> Patreon sounder? There we go. We're going to be bringing that <laughs> yeah. back for Patreon. Um, now we won't be talking over the sounders. <laughs> nope. And we have the Wilhelm. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Is that good? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, any DJ, of my, DJ. Any of my dirty ones from the other show? <laughs> oh, well, John, speaking of. <laughs> so this, look, at the top of the show, let's entertain ourselves for a little bit here because I now have those capabilities before we get into everything here. Uh, come on, why isn't it coming up? I have the ability. I'm just opening the thing. So We can rebuild him. Yeah, yeah we have the technology. Yep, <laughs> yep. Um, Let's see, podcasts. Younger listeners, that's from the $6 million man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where did they go? Podcast. Chat sound. Ah, uh, see, it just went way better in rehearsal. Yeah. Um, oh, well, let's. <laughs> we're going to play a couple of oldies but goodies here. I want you guys wow. to. Um, Is this like the great, the top 40 greatest yeah. hits. Here's, so, here's, Casey one, here's one and of. Now my long distance dedication. Yeah, here's one of. Here's an outtake of me. <laughs> out as a, you know, as a oh. protagonist in that movie. Well, yeah, um, but you don't have to flesh him out in the second movie because he's already been fleshed out in the first movie. Well, but he he doesn't have it. I don't know. I didn't feel like he had as much depth though this time around. But again, you don't have to have that much depth because that depth has already been depthed. 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 In the. <laughs> so that, that's just a precursor. That's what you're missing from the other show, boys. So I, ha I this is the one. This is an all-time great. Um, in our old show, we had a disclaimer. Okay, to start the show. And for people listening to a podcast and you think, you know, hey, you guys do a great job. You think we do a crappy job. Whatever you, whatever level you think we're at now, we worked really hard to get here. <laughs> All right. So the views and opinions expressed by DJ and John on this podcast do not reflect those of any rational, uh, sane thinking human oh, this being. Is long. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there we go. Listen. Let me do, let me do that one more time. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So the views and opinions expressed by John and DJ. Try it again without the so. The views and opinions expressed by Don and DJ. <laughs> Take three. The views and opinions expressed by John and DJ do not reflect those of any intelligent, sane thinking. Ah. <laughs> it's not easy, is it? 
No. <laughs> Sucks. Do you have it written in front of you? No, I do not. I'm just making it up. Oh, okay. The views That's and opinion. Yeah, okay. The views and exp- the. <laughs> now I can't. Now it's just like the end of Cannonball Run where I'm Dom DeLuise and I can't say anything. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Dom and DJ. Dom and DJ. No, John yeah. and DJ. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the views and opinions expressed by Don. <sighs> <laughs> the views and opinions expressed by John and DJ do not reflect those of any intelligent or rational human beings. Thank you. Oh no, I'm sorry. One more time. Oh Jesus! One more time. One more time. One okay, more time. go ahead. The views and. Two more times. <laughs> the views and opinions expressed by John and DJ do not reflect those of any intelligent or rational human beings. I know solely the property of the brightsidechat.com. Thank you. It's not dot .com, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now... Uh... Here it is, what we put together. This is the fine made out of all of that. The views and opinions expressed by John and DJ do not reflect those of any intelligent or rational human being. I know solely the property of the bright side chat. That was it. Yay. <laughs> it only took 40 minutes to do that. <laughs> that was a great, great day. <laughs> that was very, very early on. Yeah. That was when we were editing everything. Second or third week. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You would, that was your idea. Like, oh, we need this at the beginning. Oh, man. So how was your two weeks off, guys? Uh, you see what I've done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I to be fair, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, DJ, I have to say, I now know how the feudal Japan concubines felt when as soon as we turned our backs, you went back to your wife. Yeah, I mean, of course. You know, what, the, what, the, what the heck? <laughs> I forgot. You got, we haven't talked about that yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was fantastic. What a response mm. from everybody with, yeah. from Jen coming on. That was, uh, she was really looking forward to that. Uh, and I got nervous because leading up to it, um, my son had said to her, don't worry, it's great. You know, like he was always nervous that we said that in the podcast. Um, Joe was always wicked nervous about coming on, but he's like, oh, you get great comments and stuff. The listener in, and I was like, they do. I, he was paying attention to what the listeners are saying. So now I'm like, oh no, what if just by chance it just doesn't, they don't and that you, the listeners came through overwhelmingly mm-hmm. and she loved every minute. Like, oh, it was great. And she feels so much more comfortable about it and she feels she's she's actually like i want to go i'll go back on yeah i'll go back on no problem (laughs) (laughs) you've created a monster it's going to be like a star is born yeah Yeah. (laughs) just so we're clear with you as bradley cooper and and jen as uh you know (laughs) yeah i hope i don't end up that way but okay (laughs) (laughs) but you have a she'll have a rider next time she'll demand a bigger trailer you're gonna have an absolute nightmare yeah. <laughs> Only green Only M&Ms. Br- yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Everything's got to be purple. Only, right. you know, room temperature water. It is a fancy color. Um, <laughs> did you got, did Lydia listen, John? 
No, I listened no. at work. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, a lot a lot of people were saying that their wives listened and they were, you know, and then people were like, oh, I should get my wife on and we should have it. And that whole wives podcast, I'm like, okay, all right. I, w- I, I even said, I'm like, I'll organize it. I'll just, a round table discussion where they just riff on us. That'd be great. Uh, all right, let's get to... Um, charities donations all of that fun stuff this week we'll start off with uh patreon and donations and stuff no new patreon supporters uh no donations over the last two weeks that's the first time we've taken a week off and we didn't increase everything so it's nice to see (laughs) nice to see we stabilized (laughs) um but uh for this week's uh patreon supporter of the week jason story also for uh three four months now four months so that's great thank you jason patreon thanks jason patron of the week uh and this month's charity we had one the guys know from our notes i had one scheduled but uh something came up and then the first time in brightside home theaters uh uh brightside home theaters charity this is going to be a first we've already given uh, we and we went we doubled it because uh, my wife who's big into as you guys all know thank you very much again for supporting her coming on the podcast but my wife's big into uh, addictions counseling that's what she does and there's a place called the Gillies house in Rentham Massachusetts and uh, she noticed that she was on there for work or whatever and noticed that they needed a donation of two hundred dollars to pay for they needed new um, bed sheets, I think it was the rubber bed sheets. <laughs> uh, and so we just paid it. And I said, that'll be our donation for the month. So we, we gave to that. And it's so it's called you can go to gillieshouse.com and donate. It's on their homepage. You can or just go and check out what we're giving to. Uh, it's a homepage that says, Welcome to Gillies House, a sober house for men in Rentham, Mass. Uh, and I've queued this up. So might as well use the soundboard. So let's see how this goes. And I'll just give you a little clip here. Welcome to Gilly's House. Gilly's House is a men's sober recovery home located in the serene setting of the Sheldonville area in Rentham, Massachusetts. As a nonprofit organization, we are dedicated to the successful recovery of all of our residents. The Gilmeister family have worked tirelessly to create a warm, and cozy environment that feels just like home. Gillies provides comfortable accommodations for each resident with just two men to a room. The bedrooms and common spaces. And so I just thought I'd play that, give you guys an idea. I thought that was kind of cool that now I can do that. One, I can do that. And two, just to give everybody an idea on what we're doing. So uh, that's already been done. The link will be in the show notes as well. Um, but yeah, so it, obviously stuff like that's very near and dear to my wife's heart, uh, our heart. So that's what we did. We already, I said, she actually did it. And I said, just put our name on it. I'm like, just put Brightside Home Theater and we'll, we'll send that out. And it's, um, so that's what we did this month. And also this whole roadcaster fiasco and everything that happened also because of the listeners, because of the support, because of the money. I have ne- I haven't touched the money that's come in from the patrons yet and it's been over a year speaking of which i have the note it's literally been two years i've been up uh on patreon okay and where did i put my notes and i saved it it's so february of 2000 february of 2021 uh my first supporter was reginald boyd 
and he's I've told the story on the podcast before so it's two year anniversary this month for, for being on Patreon and he joined before I even put it out publicly he just and we him and I talked about it when he was on the show so that was pretty cool in 2022 I had 17 patrons and then this year now let me see what we are up to now I'll go to my page here uh, we I think we're at 28. So we picked up 11 over the year, but, you know, we were down pretty, there's not, I haven't talked about it. Most of the growth has been over the last, you know, since John came on and we all started talking about it even more. So uh, I was, you know, I, I just put it out because I'm like, whatever we can do, but I, I like what the direction we're going in now and we're giving back and we're, we're doing all that. So, but the money that's been in there, I've never taken it out. It's still sitting in Patreon, but. For the Roadcaster, I took some money out and bought that. So, and those, the Roadcaster Pro is, or Pro 2 is, uh, it's $699, $699. And we had, I had up over, just over $2,000 in there. I hadn't even taken any out for all the donations I'd given because <laughs> I was just like, I was just <laughs> piecing it out, but it's sitting there collecting so I can take it out as we go. Um, so I figured I'd share that with everybody. Thank the listeners for <laughs> the opening snafu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks everybody. because of the roadcaster. <laughs> yeah. So this is making, uh, it's simplifying things on my end. Uh, I've been recording with it for the last couple of weeks. Uh, and the other part is I've talked to a, um, a couple of people already. This is going to enable me to go on the road easier uh, and actually do home visits and stuff. I, Jen and I recorded with this in the home theater and the audio quality was exactly the same as when I sit down here. Uh, U571 was recorded. Half was in the theater and half was me sitting down here. And the audio quality is almost seamless. And so that's enabling me to do that. Um, never mind the benefit. The pure be reason I did it was to get you guys, Steve and John, the ability to hear what goes on on this side. So now it's a little bit more interactive. Um, hopefully in the future we can have a little more fun with it. Um, you know, stuff like, stuff like this. Go push play. What he said. <laughs> oh, see, good. Now we don't have to do the yeah, end of the show. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so that's I, pretty I, soon. I, he won't need us, Steve. So we'll be replaced. <laughs> He'll have the whole show. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Just be, he's bringing in Jen already. We've we've been yeah. uh, we're obsolete. Obsolete. Yep. Language. <laughs> now I know how the T eight hundred felt in uh, in Terminator two. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> So, yeah, that, so all of that, and I did, I, I went to, as I told you guys earlier, uh, I took a lot of YouTube classes on how to run this thing over the last two weeks. I learned a lot about compression, which actually plays into our home theater, right? And all of the, the compression that goes on with streaming, and it's like I got real in-depth on what that entails, how to do it, how to do it correctly, how to get the best sound not saying I'm an audio engineer by any stretch, but it's, it's helping me with this and hopefully our audio will get better going forward as well. So, uh, but we'll see. Um, let's see. Uh, do you guys have any, John, I should say, do you have a tweak for this week? You don't have anything I down. Don't know. Okay. I don't have anything this mm -hmm. week. So I did, I'm, I just talked about kind of the big one that I had here, but, uh, actually let me get to where, what, there we go. 
We'll get to tweaks of the week. Uh, other than the roadcaster itself, um, Mike Trom had a great. We had a great conversation the other day. He he went deep down the rabbit hole with uh, uh, I think Room EQ Wizard it was and Mini DSP right. and all that. And he's like, but one of the comments that he made, and I thought this would be a fun conversation for us, John, is that. So this is what Mike said in the tweet. He goes, he says, I know you're all about the sights, the sounds, and the scenes, DJ, but it does kind of surprise me that you never really got into the measurement stuff. Not saying you should, not at all, just saying it seems like something you would have been into. And I replied to him, I'm like, it's not that I'm not into it, but it's back when we started out, that's all we did. That's we. There was no room eq wizard there was no odyssey eq there was no Dirac. it was everything you did was literally a tape measure to measure to your 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 seating location from each speaker and then it was a, it was a treat that your receiver would do the walk around the room because right. didn't john if you if i remember right didn't the early receivers not even have that you had to get a disc to do the pink noise around the room I don't remember the rece- the early receivers being able to do that. Yeah, the first one I remember was the, well, I mean, I bought an Onkyo in 2014 or so that had, had uh, Room EQ. I don't remember having one prior to that. Right. So, But, even but I just, don't remember the disc necessarily. Um, well, that's I what I mean. How like, it, how but, did we get yeah. the pink noise? And it's like, I think, like, some of the later receivers, like, even into the 90s, they would do, you could play a pink noise in each speaker, if I remember right. But that, but before, prior to that, I had the, I'd had the, um, the laser disc for the each sound that would go around. And that was neat. And there was, it was, uh, Video Essentials was, and it's, um, I think it was called Video Essentials at the time. I think, what is it now? It's like digital video essentials or something like that, I think, for, yeah. is the, the yeah. most advanced one. But the early one, it had the guy, and he goes, now I'll do the walk around the room. And he kept talking. Yeah, and it, I remember that. Remember that? And that was the only way. they. But they had the pink noise, and you could say, okay, play it to this speaker, play it to that speaker. And then you would hold that pink noise and hold your SPL meter up in front of you and get that and dial it in to, like, Minus 75 and be like, okay, it's right there. Now you do the whole thing again with the next speaker and then the next speaker. And if that's, we had, and then what you'd, you'd all of a sudden one day you'd be like, Hmm, I want to check my settings and you do it all again. Right. Months (laughs) later. And it's like, just in case, you know, something slipped out of sync. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that, that's Which we've realized does happen because it's happened in our newer. Probably didn't happen with those systems because no. they weren't smart enough to do that. But <laughs> these ones we have now, they're actually so smart that they <laughs> they get dumb, go out of sync. Yeah, they they <laughs> they change settings for some reason. Although I think that was still stuff we were doing. <laughs> and I, not, I know, not I know the receivers, but yeah, but that but so like that going through that and enjoying it right and doing and knowing what a, a room sounded like without it and with it and all the the hard work that you put in that was fun but then when like john said in like 2014 or whatever when we got odyssey or something onkyo had odyssey at first i think it was odyssey yeah yeah and then yeah. they lost the because it's a licensing they got rid of it and then they went with their own version 
Um, but whatever it was, it was like, oh, wait, watch this. It can do it itself. And we don't have to do any of that. And it's like, so then we, you go through that stage. But then, of course, like anything, cycling comes back around and now people want to tweak it and people want here we'll do it for you but if you want to mess with it and that's what like mike was doing there and like you can do now now they're taking odyssey do you want to take odyssey to the next level and mess with it yourself no (laughs) i lived that (laughs) so that's and i will get back into it because i keep getting that bug right but now i'm just like now i'm just content to just let the Odyssey do it itself, and then I'll sit back, and then someday when I have more time and I got nothing better to do, all right, now let's stop messing with messing with things. So, um, but it, it, it's funny to think of how far we've come, and that people actually view us as like, oh, you guys don't like to mess with that? What are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like. John, well, we're 52 I years out, old, or 53 yeah, I now. I hired out my mini DSP a few months ago. It's yeah. like, I'm not not even getting involved in that. Yeah, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to spend that kind of time. So no, and that and that's the other thing because and I think John and I are probably, uh, or people like John and I, are probably a little bit more gun shy with that stuff because we're like, we've messed it up enough, and it at least having somebody else do it, you know, it's like okay, it's right, it's got to be right. Whereas, and nothing against people that are doing this stuff, but if I run Odyssey. Anything outside of that that I do myself, now I'm answer now I'm adding doubt into my mind. Did I do it right? Did I add did I actually add to the quality or did I downgrade it? It might they all sound good to me, but which is the correct one? And that's and there is no such thing. And it's like that's what I just keep trying to tell with this podcast is like if you like it, then that's perfect, right? And there's there is no such no room is the same, no no people's two set of ears are the same. It's like, just enjoy it. And it's like, right now, I'm just content with let Odyssey do it or Dirac or whoever can do it automatically for me, do it. But I did notice that going, what Onkyo had, and that's what Mike said. He goes, to be fair, he has an Onkyo and he doesn't really trust the origin, the Onkyo version. Cause, and I do agree with him. Cause when I switched from my Onkyo to my Denon, and got Odyssey back, the improvement was was great. And I can only attribute that to the room correction on each one. So um, I'm, I have a feeling like, and from what Mike has said since doing it, he really, really likes the, the results that he got. So he's improved his room, which is, and that's the most important thing. So, um, but yeah, Steve, you, when was the last time you had your room calibrated? When it was installed. And you've just been enjoying content ever yeah, since. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. I haven't, I haven't noticed the drop. I, it, I'm fine with that. It was done by a sound engineer. The installers came out. The guy had his laptop and was doing all his stuff with it. And I don't see the need to mess around with it right. until I know there's something wrong with it. Um, and and I've been tempted every now and then to get someone out to have another go. But I, it would be, I, I wouldn't. There'd be no need to do it because I don't see there's an issue. So, or here there's an issue, should I say? Right. Um, so, you know, it, it, yeah. I, I mean, would you recommend that I did? No. I mean, it's been five years, but it's, no. you know, it's, it's, it's all good. 
Not unless your receiver has a mind of its own like ours do. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. It's, I mean, I, look, I'm not going to answer that question because I don't really want to upset fate at the moment. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, you know, if it ain't broke. <laughs> yeah, yep. no, absolutely. Absolutely. And, that, but, and that's, I mean, part of me is jealous of that, right? And, like, be like, oh, but I know, but I'm not. And that's why I say part of me is jealous because I'm in my own situation because even if I had somebody do it for me five years ago when the room was built or whatever, right? I still, I know I would have been hands-on before now. I, I know I would have touched, I would have, I would have at least mm. saved the settings that they had and then messed with it. Right. And it's like, mm. I, I've done it with gym settings. I know what they are on my projector, but then I'll be like, mm. hmm, I don't really like the way this looks here for streaming or for this. So I always know what I can go back to get your basis. Mm. But you're right. It's like, if, if it's running good, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. And like for me, since I've had, like, again, I paid to have it done. I won't ever touch it unless I change a piece of equipment or right. there's a need to do it. I, I will never get in there and tweak it because yeah. I don't know how to get it back for one thing. I guess it's all mm. saved. I mean, it's I've got the file saved yeah. on my hard drive, but I, I won't mess with it. Yeah, you know. Dees, you, you hit the nail on the head when you were talking to Jen. Um, and, and I was listening in the car and I was nodding my head along and you said, you know, Steve, when he goes into the, to the cinema room, just wants to relax, just wants to enjoy the films, doesn't want to, you know, doesn't want right. to get involved in the, in the, you know, in the, in the messing around with the, with the settings and everything right. else. And that is me all day long. You're absolutely right. right. You know, I want to go in there and just sit back and be entertained and enjoy it. Not, not get into the technicalities of it in years gone by. I would have done in my old cinema rooms and stuff. When I put it in myself, I might have around with it a little bit but uh, but as far as i was concerned it was set up perfectly when they put it in and it's you know and now i just want to enjoy it um, yeah at, you know and, but i but i get i absolutely get and i understand that that i'm probably in the minority of the enthusiasts in this community um i suspect most people and and are more like you know UDs that want to that want to tweak that want to mess about that want to kind of explore it and 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 play with it and, and as it were um not a double entendre um and uh, and uh, they want to you know and, and and i get that and that's you know and that's absolutely fine but me I'm a massive film fan and I just want to really enjoy the movies and, and yeah. just let them wash over me. And if it becomes a problem, if I blow a speaker or that, you know, one of the subs craps out or the, or when the receiver needs replacing, then I'll get someone, I'll, you know, honestly, I'll get it installed again and I'll let them run it again and we'll do it that way. Um, you know, it, it, it's not the cheap way of doing it. <laughs> no, but it's, no. it's, but it's just hassle free and it's done. And then I, you know, and again, I can get back to just enjoying this, well, this right. stuff. And like DJ said, but, you know, it's right, you know, mm. and, and you're just going to enjoy it because mm. it's perfect, you know, or perfect for mm. your room. Nothing's perfect. Yeah. For me. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. Yeah. Right. It's all perception, isn't it? And that's the thing. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of my, my, my approach, but I get that, as I said, I think I'm in the minority. I think that, that most people like to play around with it. Looking at, you know, the tweets from Mike Schramm and from others that, you know, it's, 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 it's the, and Danny speakers as well, who's been doing some tweets the last couple of days. Um, I, you know, I get it, but for me, it's just like, look, it's on, it's in Atmos, it's in DTSX, it's Neural X, whatever it might be that's playing, isn't it? I mean, I'll always check that, you know, that's mm. always, well, as soon as I start the film, is it on, is it in Atmos? Is it in, is it in Neural X? What's it running? Is it in HDR? Yep. Fine. Good. Let the good times roll. And right. That's it. You know, let's just, just, let's enjoy this. Um, 
you know, fine by me. But <laughs> <Yeah>. also, Steve, <laughs> to to be fair to your your comment, like it's not the cheap way to do it. Mm. But might be. <laughs> it might be actually in the long run because yeah. if time is Tell money. Tell that to my bank manager. Well, no, no. But yeah, I know. It actually does cost money, but it's like, are you actually, it depends on what you're doing, right? And it's like, mm. if you have the time to mess with it, then it doesn't cost you really anything because you have the time, but you're mm. busy. And it's like, it, it, like I'm, I'm one of those people that if I actually put all my energy into my job job, Right. And I worked even harder at what I do, then I would have that money to have somebody do it. But I split it up. Right. So if time is money, which it is for, especially for me and for most people, it's, you're not getting away with anything. It's like you're, you paid for it monetarily, but we pay for it in time. Right. And think of how many yeah. more things you get to enjoy because you know it's done. It's right. And you're, you're just satisfied with that. Yeah. And that. But it, and again, there's no right way or wrong way because, as I said, even if I had somebody do it, I'd still be like, oh, "Let me screw it up a little bit," <laughs> you know. So, but I, but I still confess, I feel like a fraud every time you guys talk about tweak of the week and this no. stuff. And I said it to you and Ara on the um, on the on the HT tours. Thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, you guys are so hands on. You guys build everything. You know, there's you talking constantly on your podcasts about what well, you know with Jen and and with Gorinda earlier. Oh, I'm building this and I'm building that, and I'm thinking I'm just getting on the phone and saying, guys, can you just come and build this and build that? Yeah. And so I do feel like a bit of a fraud. There's no getting away from it. There is guilt there for <sighs> just ringing up and going, you guys come do this, would you? <laughs> No, yeah, but also I'm right, in, uh, I'm right in the middle. Like, right? Yeah. There's Not certain this week, things you're that, off to the other well, side, but yeah, but, but no, that's what's certain, great about it. Certain things where I don't mind getting in there and messing around mm. with them, but there's other things like the DSP and things where mm. it was. I would rather just pay somebody to do it. I paid somebody mm. to come in and and put together and install my projector screen. Probably could have mm. done it myself, but I didn't want to mess with it, you know. Mm. And I will tweak something as long as I haven't ever had it professionally done but once i pay yeah. somebody to do something i won't touch it like i don't yeah. get that like i'm not like dj where i'm going to go in and say let me go in and mess it up a little bit i'm just going to leave it alone and, mm. and you know and, and yeah. you know I if mean, money it, were no object i'd have my entire theater installed by some by a professional like i wouldn't build my theater like dj does because dj yeah. if he had all the money in the world would still build his theater himself. yeah <laughs> Whereas, like, oh, if I, I would. get the Powerball, yeah. I'd pay, I'd pay Atlanta yeah. Home Theater or somebody to come down and build no. me a million dollar theater. You know what I mean? No. I wouldn't mess with mm. it. So, <laughs> no, John, I wouldn't John's feel like right. a fraud at all uh, about it. Mm. Yeah, no, I, oh, and that's man. just it. It's it's who you are on the inside that's uh, that matters. And it's like you're not a fraud mm. at all by any stretch, right? The, I mean, there's weeks John and I are sitting down with you going. Should we even have a home theater podcast? Because you've got this list of movies, and you, you've done a great job on Twitter reviewing films and movies to to a level that John and I have never approached, right? And it's like, it's not that you know any of us is a fraud. We're doing what we love to do, and John's right. I hit the Powerball. It's like, guess what? That just means I get to make more mistakes while I'm building my theater. And that's all. I'm not. I'm still not having somebody do it because I. It's like I like puzzles. I love that idea. Mm. I love working on it. I love at the end going, so who'd you have do this? Me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's like the money is just the obstacle of 
of like the niceties and uh, of the time of the time. Money, money yeah. buys you the time, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I'd be yeah. like, now I don't have to work. This is my job. Am I? That's what I would do. I mean, if I had hmm. disposal, if I had, if I hit the Powerball, this podcast is going through the roof. It would be up to dozens instead of tens of people. I mean, <laughs> but I'd be all over the world. I'd be like, hey, I can go here. I'll go look. And I wouldn't even care. I don't care now about the money for this podcast. Why would I care then? <laughs> you know, it's, this, it's actually costing me money. But I love doing that. I love talking to the people. And you mentioned mm. Gorinder. What a great conversation. And hmm. him and his family I'm, I'm coming in an hour and a half in. Yeah, I'm about an hour and a half into oh, the yeah. three hour and thirteen minute book. Same. Yeah, I'm, I'm about the same halfway. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it was very cool and uh, and very sweet. Yeah, with his family coming in and oh, uh, yeah. and all the rest of it. Yeah, it was very cool. It's it's great. <laughs> it was great. He actually, uh, did he, it was it him or somebody emailed me and was we were talking about it. I'm like, no, this is what I want like the family coming in and I thought it was great because we are like, as Jen and I said, we are all, it all is, is all encompassing in our families that you don't do this hobby alone unless you are alone, <laughs> but it's the whole family is involved and it was great having his family come in. And, it, um, I, I think, uh, was somebody said to me, like it was hysterical that somebody goes, hi DJ. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like his son Not comes in. Yeah. Hi, DJ. Yeah. Like we're old friends. I'm like oh. one is an autograph over the uh, yeah, 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 over yeah. the internet digital autograph. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Just yeah, but but, but you know, it, but not only is it is it also just to, to get back to the the sort of the you know the, the cinema and things. So not only do I feel uh, guilty, probably better than fraud, but I feel guilty because fraud is a loaded term, and I know that for the work that I do. Um, <laughs> but perhaps feel feel more guilty. Um, about doing it that way but also not also not only that i the the money that i spent on having it installed also buys stress relief yeah because i i am you guys have been talking about it on twitter recently and there's been quite a big discussion about it i would just lose my i'm thinking of a more strong word but we'll say mind yeah. um i would lose my mind if i was trying to put all this in and it, and, it, and i couldn't get it to work you guys say you know i'll keep working on it till it fixes i mean i wouldn't be able to go to sleep i wouldn't be able to go to bed right. until it had been fixed and i and i've had this before I've, again it's this very particular personality rather than OCD, and yeah. I just couldn't let it go. I, I would, it would drive me crazy. So that's the other thing. And you and I talked about it on one of our. Um, I, I don't know if it was HT Tours or whether it was the second um, uh, Takeover Tuesday, but we talked about this idea. You know, you got an installer, you can just ring them up and go, right, fix that. And, yeah. you know, I want this done. And I told the story, again, some people viewing or listening may not have heard it, where when they first set it all up, you know, it was a 14-meter-long HDMI cable going up and over through the roof and down. And uh, and when, these, when this poor chap first connected it, it just said no signal on the screen. And it had been it had been put in and it had been plastered in and it was all up and around. And now in if that had been me, I would have gone, I would have just lost my mind. I wouldn't have known what to do. But instead, just said to him, well, look forward to you sorting that out. And I went for a lovely walk and, uh, and came back and, he, and, he'd, and he'd sorted it. You know, he had to yeah. take everything out. The cable was going in the wrong direction. Yeah. And he had to turn it around and do all that. But it was just stress-free. Yeah. So that's the other thing you buy. It is damn expensive. It's not cheap. No. But it does buy you time. Um, Peace of and, mind. And, and it buys you exactly that. And it just, uh, so, yeah. I mean, I, do I occasionally think, 
was it money well spent in terms of could I have done this myself and spent a bit less? Yeah, probably in terms of the connecting. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm mm. glad it, 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 I did what I did in most of the time. Um, cause it's, it is just better that way for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> knowing me as I know me and I've known me for some time. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely better that way. <laughs> I'm just getting to know me. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we're getting philosophical now aren't yeah we? <laughs> no trust me um no you're right and it's it, it's it's one of those and i can totally see an installer it doesn't it has nothing to do with experience because sometimes experience is your own worst enemy so like you could be the most experienced installer in the world and you just take for granted you're like i've done this a million times i know how to do this and boom boom, boom and you're like oh crap i put it in backwards just because you're taking for granted that you know what you're doing. So you, mm. and it, but I, I hear that and I'm like, why did this guy seal everything up and then turn it on? Right. It's like, <laughs> get it all run and be like, okay, that's right. Now let's do it. Now let's seal everything up after you know. But that's the things that, you know, I could be an installer. We, John and I could be installers. Like John said, he's like, I mean, Steve, you've told me about your pay. You could be an installer, but like you said, why? It's like you could save the time and the money, not the money, but save the time and the headache and it's, mm. and just live happily in the theater. And it's like, you know, there is, there are times like when I'm jealous, you're like, Oh, I wish I could just turn this on. And that was part of the conversation we had on Twitter. And it's like, or actually one of the comments, one of the biggest comments from Jen and I's podcast was people telling me how much they're just like me. Like they get a problem and they can't go to sleep until it's done or they get upset. And then the problem is right there. Like you said, that, that the HDMI cable being backwards, you're overthink it, overthink it, overthink it. You can't figure out what is going, you're turning everything on, go to bed the next morning, you come down and go, the HDMI cables in backwards and you solve it like that. And everybody was saying, like, uh, not everybody, but I got a bunch of comments from people saying how, like, I'm the same way. And it's like, you know, Steve, do not feel guilty. Do not feel like a fraud. You are you. We love you as you. And that's why we're, like, the three on this bus bus bench. We each have a different take. You love horror. That's why I don't like horror. That's my theater. <laughs> you want horror send me behind the rack okay that's why this is the bright side let's just talk about the movies <laughs> and to be fair Deej to be fair it's not just us in the on the bus bench um, in the in the chat Dan Carpenter's just said hey Steve I work on my own stuff and spend a bunch of money and a bunch of time so you have the right idea with just paying for your upgrades exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly see there's such a safe space that we're all in a circle <sighs> we're, you know we're all uh, you know we're all supporting one another well, that, it, yeah, and uh, I mean, as as John and I said before we even started podcasting, it was like, that's the idea of all this. It's like, of mm-hmm. this idea, it's like, there's so much crap out there on Twitter or on the internet that it's put so much doubt in your mind. We already, it's, you, we already inherently have doubt in our minds in home theater, right? <laughs> and then you go on Twitter, am I right? Is this right? Am I right? <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, you're right. If you like it, it's good. Don't let somebody tell you that red crayon isn't your favorite. (laughs) (laughs) 
And to be <sighs> fair, Aro was the same, wasn't he? In the HT tours, he was he was really mm-hmm. good. And do you know what? I recently rewatched it. Sad as I am, I recently rewatched it, and uh, and you know he was lovely as well. Both of you yeah. were, and of course that was back when we didn't know each other terribly well. Yeah. And yet both of you were just all the way through, just like oh god, I, you know it's great, you know this that and the other. So yeah, there's no doubt that that this is. In, in the community that you've created, DJ, in terms of this, because this, this began with you and John, obviously, but, but began with your, the, your approach to this, there's no doubt that we've fostered a supportive community. There's, there's no question. We just don't get, um, uh, you know, this, this sort of um, inappropriate behavior, you know, this one-upmanship, no. this, this critique for critique's sake. Right. Because um, if you do, it, it's DJ great. goes ballistic and puts a video out. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yeah. Then he uh, he f bombs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, but to I mean, in exactly that, it's like you hear other people in their YouTube comment. They they don't like their YouTube. I've heard other podcasts. They turn off their comments. They turn off this stuff. They mm. turn off that stuff. It's been nothing, but I get a few here and there, but I just, I, I treat them. I'm not going to tell anybody how I treat them, but it's, I, I don't do anything. I don't do anything to them, but I don't lend any credibility to it. I don't give any attention to it. And they eventually just go away. I don't, I, you want to come at me, come at me and, or you want to critique me, critique me or critique my podcast. Um, it, trust me. It's it's happened before. John knows, and it's it happened with the other podcast. And I treated a certain people around me get more upset than I do, and that's why I think all of our comments are great. And I haven't. I mean, all of our followers are great. We get very little, if any, negativity, and it's just because it's like, where are you going to go with it? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you guys suck. Okay. One of my favorite comments. It's like listening to Dolby Digital, you know, dry paint dry or whatever. Paint dry, yeah, yeah. It's like Digital. great. You're right. It's not for you. Oh well. It's like I don't need a ton of you know. I don't need a ton of credibility and everything. I just let's have fun. That's what we're here for, and that's what everybody's here for. So did they? Uh, did they ever find his body, Deej? I'm just wondering. <laughs> oh no, sorry, sorry. All right, yeah. sorry. so let's get on to listener comments. <laughs> <laughs> Steve. You're my sorry. lawyer, for God's sake. You're not supposed to, right. We're all friends here. You're not supposed to tell everybody how I take care of people. We'll, we'll, we'll call it this, the insanity defense. You'll be all right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> nobody would doubt that about me. All right. Um, so that's tweaks. That's, that was a nice tweak of the week. Long, yeah, that was a, a supportive hug. Yeah, exactly. We're 47 minutes into the show here. Tweaks yeah. of the week are done. That's the first segment. You ready for that round two? <laughs> here we go. Listener comments. Um, so let's get to the thank yous. Uh, thank you to uh, Van Gould, G. Cornell, John, Mike, Garinder, Kim, Kieran. I hope I said that right. Uh, Paul, and all the thank yous for Jen and the Valentine's episode. There's way too many. I was going to, like, everybody commenting on that Valentine's episode was as I said earlier, is phenomenal. And then for the U571 from Mark, AV Techman 77, Van Gool, um, thanks for the great comments on YouTube or the private messages. Um, yeah, it, it, U571 was a lot of fun to get back to. Um, it will get back to my roots. I wish I could do that more often because it is a lot of fun. Uh, I have ideas on how I can do a smaller version, like maybe a scene here or there, but 
Um, but yeah, it is a lot of fun. So thank you to whatever everybody. To, uh, what? Whatever happened to Jonathan Mostow? He, you know, he, he, he came in with, we had uh, breakdown, then we had U571, and then he did, did he do Terminator 3? Rise of the Machines, I think he did. You're and better at that than I am. Yeah, no, I don't. I think he, I think he just disappeared, man. But Breakdown's fantastic. You five seven one as well. Just such a shame. He's really talented guy. Mm. But anyway, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, let's see. All right, here's a new thing. Uh, this is gonna is more local, but I think it could be fun in the future. Uh, Brightside Home Theater goes to the movies. So, uh, this came up during the the two weeks that. The three of us were off. Um, Brightside, I tweeted, I retweeted or commented on the Flash trailer from the Hashtag Dork podcast. Uh, they put it out, and I said, I can't wait for this. Easily my most anticipated movie of 2023. It could be the best comic book movie of 2023 and totally reset the DCU, or it could be a train wreck. Either way, I really can't wait. And I stand by that. It's like, it's, it is, for me, it is the most anticipated because I... It's not that I'm looking forward to the story. I, I can't wait to see what happens with this movie. It's been redone, reshot, read this, read that. It's like, what are we going to get? Really excited for that. So then Dan comments, Dan Carpenter at Danny Speakers, uh, who's lives two towns away from me. He says, looks great. I'll go see this in a theater other than mine. I wish there were some HT nerds around me to go with. So the full effect of the experience could be had immediately saw that added this to the show notes and i'm like let's do it so when if anybody is in this area within an hour i go to the millbury in millbury massachusetts uh the showcase cinema if anybody's within an hour driving distance or anybody wants to travel to millbury let me know before these go on sale i'll buy as many as i need to buy if i need to buy 10 tickets i'll buy 10 tickets if i need my son and i are going Danny Speakers is going, so there's three. If anybody wants to join us, just let me know, and we'll do that, and then we'll go get something to eat afterwards and discuss, because there's a restaurant right next door. Um, anybody, and I, hey, if somebody wants to make a, a weekend out of it and come out here, I don't care, whatever. I'll buy the tickets, and we'll go to dinner afterwards and have a good time. Uh, Steve's like, oh, man. Flight across no, no, the no, pond. I've, I've got it. No, it's easy. How how much would it be to FaceTime throughout the film, Deej? Just <laughs> well, and then uh, the, the know, legalities of it. <laughs> well, let's not talk about copyright law. I'm thinking more about the uh, you know. Then then I'll be there in spirit. There you go. Um, <laughs> FaceTime the dinner at least. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah we can bring. Oh in. yeah, I can see it now. I'll be sat in some McDonald's here on my own. <laughs> you guys all filling your faces, happy as anything, in some lovely steakhouse in the states. It is a lovely oh, steakhouse like a- too. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, one twenty-two steakhouse. One twenty-two is right next door. So yeah, uh, I'd make reservations. Of, yeah, <laughs> sat in the corner of McDonald's like some sad. I, with a, <laughs> we got a chair dedicated to an iPad. Right? <laughs> yeah, just a single tear rolling down my cheek. <laughs> so yeah, anybody wants to take part in that, let me know. Uh, and it, obviously, in advance of the flash tickets going on sale, and if 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 enough people want to do it and keep doing it, I'd be happy to do it for my son and I go to the three o'clock, three thirty show of every like Marvel comic movie. So yeah, put it out there. Reach out to me. Let me know what, what you think. Um, all right. Uh, who wants to read the next one? 
isn't this slightly repeated though later on don't we have this again later yeah. maybe because this chap sent it twice <laughs> mark <laughs> yeah are you uh, yeah go, well we'll figure it Should out it, as we I, go yeah no worries well he was very oh. keen so i think oh okay you know. all right oh i i didn't even <laughs> see what it was now i see okay uh yeah, yeah. uh okay do we want to talk about that now or do we want to talk about that when we talk about the film later yeah let's do that remember to bring that yeah. up when we get to that later and yeah, uh, we'll yeah. talk about Mark that v, then. if you're listening and watching your wait is almost over yes it is <laughs> we'll talk about it then all right then why don't we grab this uh the um the ps right there that was a ps mm -hmm. sent to an email okay yeah so this is this is paul hurt uh, paul is in the yeah. live chat so uh hi paul yeah. um so uh, he said so this is at the tail end of the email he sent uh, a few weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, where he said, so PS would love to see, hear more about yours, a PT, if you still have it, because that looks like an ideal way to store and play back my pre-show videos. And that's, uh, Paul Hurt from, uh, London Tan. Yeah. So, yes. So, um, yeah, I, I added this back in cause I think we talked about his email, but for some, we never mentioned this in the last show <laughs> that we were on and I, I felt bad. So I'm like, Oh, let me drop that right in there. Uh, so yeah, as far as the Sapiti goes, um, it's, it's perfect for exactly what you were talking about. An ideal way to store and play back your pre-show stuff. So like you can actually, and, uh, Johnny speakers on Twitter would be one to reach out to. He's done a lot with that with the, he has the newest Zapiti. Uh, he has the newest software. Uh, I haven't really been into my Zapiti since getting the Kaleidoscape. It's still there. Um, but, it is fantastic for that. So it's, Zipidi is a smoother way of, and I keep saying this, but people like Danny Speakers and other like Plex is just as good, but <laughs> it's, it, Zipidi is, it is just a smoother way of doing that. Um, and Johnny Speakers loves his, uh, as I said in the podcast with my wife, most people in my house don't know the difference between the Zipidi and the Kaleidoscape. Now, I, I would say that, and I've said that on when I had Kaleidoscape on here, and I was like, it's they're very, very close. It It's the guts behind the scene that you have to deal with that makes the difference. The Kaleidoscape is just like, like, Steve, like your system, like, wow, look Plug at how play. smooth this is. This is great. Zapiti's <laughs> like, I got to tinker and stuff. It's not as quick. Uh, especially when you first get a Zapiti, I'm like, I remember talking to Nelson when I first got mine, I'm like, oh, mine's cooking. And Nelson had like 400 movies in his, he goes, yeah, wait until you have a hard drive with 400 movies on. It doesn't cook as fast. So <laughs> it's the same thing. You're like, all right, here come my movies. It's a little slower as you build your library. Um, but it, it it's still in, it is still a fantastic system. And like I said, Johnny speakers would be the one to reach out to. Uh, to tell you, he did the, you know, playing a trailer ahead of time, doing all of that stuff. He added that into each movie. And they actually, Zipidi actually just came out with new software for that, as a matter of fact. Oh, and Paul Hurt says, Johnny and I did exchange tweets as it happens. So whew, at least I got Johnny's name right. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Brock stars in the live chat as well. <laughs> Steve? Yeah, yeah. Steve Brock? Yeah, he's in there. My boy. Um. Yeah. So you know what's also really quick? Just use the disc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you want to get up and use those feet. <laughs> hey, 
exercise with home cinema. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> and there's there's Danny in the chat. I have a Plex system in the Zidu cheaper Zipidi, but it has everything you want for UHD video and sound. So there and it can. There's more than one way to do all of this. And whatever you're familiar with and whatever you're comfortable with, like I would never tell Dan to go out and get a Zipidi because he'd probably be like, "Well, that was a waste. I had this right." But if you're starting out in whatever you feel comfortable with, and that's what it was for me. And Dan and I went back and forth on that. And Zipidi, the way the thing worked, it just seemed more appealing to me. The Plex idea seemed a little bit more like a, a bigger, steeper learning curve. And it kind of, it was a pushback on me. But Zipidi seemed like a little bit less of a learning curve. Turns out they both have a pretty good learning curve. Um but yeah, so whatever you're comfortable with. Uh, Brockstar, I'm monitoring you, DJ. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got a camera Again, on me. <laughs> I, think, I think you have to sort of say it in the uh, 2001 sort of voices that I'm yeah. monitoring you, DJ. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you doing, Dave? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Um, all right. All right, John, you want to read this next one from Jonathan? Yeah, this is from Jonathan. Home theater seating. It says, I don't understand Carl and Tom Andre, who are against home theater seating. My top grain leather fusion escape seats with powered headrests are amazing and add so much to the room and experience of creating a dedicated theater. Uh, in a dedicated theater, nothing can come close to a good home theater recliner. You sit there in total comfort with your cup holder and tray for the remote and focus on the movie and as part of the experience. Sorry, I have no interest in some love seat or couch so I can cuddle while I'm watching the movie. Yeah, I'll take a pass on that. Thank you. Maybe I'm not very cuddly. I know everyone has different tastes, but I don't understand this line of thinking. Home theater recliners are where it's at. Jonathan. You didn't read out the link, John. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was a link. Well, I figured nobody else could, nobody else had the link. So right. Fusion collection seating.com. There's a link to the seats, um, but nobody else has that. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> actually we don't even have it because it no. doesn't work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you would read the whole link. Yeah. Https <laughs> colon forward slash forward slash. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with John. Jonathan. Yeah. I agree with him. I understand. I mean, when if you listen to either Carl or Tom, it's their opinions are valid. Like Tom is Tom's podcast is all about getting you the necessities to get you into your theater. Do you need anything past what they're offering is like, you don't need that. It's not going to better it that much more. And he offers his opinions and he's right. It's like, I would never ever tell anybody you have to get home theater seating because what if you do like to cuddle? Right? right? That's not going to work for you. You don't like that. I love my home theater seating. I love, and it's like, I'm like Jonathan where I, I always want, I, I've said it on the podcast. I originally wanted like the old fashioned, like you have to pull it that they weren't comfortable. They had the, the, the wooden arms and you just sat there. You, you literally bolted them to the floor. I was like, I could do that because I have a riser. That's what I wanted. And uh you know, I thought that would have been fun, but then I'm like, oh, they have these nice comfy ones. So that was a compromise right. to me. But they, it's what you want, just like everything else we're talking about. It's like, you know, Jonathan and I, I don't understand that. I go into my theater and I'm in there to watch a movie. 
or fix something, apparently, uh, according right. to this show. <laughs> but I'm, I'm in there to, to, like, watch the movie, not cuddle. If I want to watch and cuddle, I'll go upstairs and watch on TV and not, you know, I'm there for the sights, the sounds, and the scenes. Is If you want to join me, sit in that seat next to me, but boom, stay away. But Tom and Carl aren't wrong. And it, and if you're giving advice, just give what you like. And if they want to follow you, yeah. But I would never tell anybody to go either way, right? Right. So, hmm. it, and yet you can have both. You know, I've got I've yeah. got both. I mean, I've got their couches, but they are dedicated, bespoke home theater seating with individual they individually recline. You've got powered footrests mm-hmm. and everything else, so you you can have both. Um, it's not exclusive where you you have one or the other. Um, and I, I, I prefer the space of mine. I've yet to find kind of single seating where you feel that the, the same comfort as you get from a, from a, a double seater, if that makes, I don't know if that makes sense, but no, you're yeah, right. So I, yeah. I, I personally prefer the, the spaciousness of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I, you know, funny enough, DJ, when I, cause of course my cinema room's quite small. And when I was looking at mine, I thought, well, look, I could get these old school theater seats, you know, yeah. like a row of four. You know, right. creak because they're made of wood when you sit on them. You know, <laughs> and I thought, oh, I'll get, I could get two lots of four in there because they're smaller and that'll be great. Yeah. But you sit in one <laughs> for more than about For three 10 hours. Minutes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, and and it's just, and then you think, yeah, there's a reason progress and we've moved on, and you know, because it, it's just not comfortable and 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 all the rest of it. So uh, so yeah, so I, I'm in the middle here. So you you've gone, you know, you completely agree. I'm in the middle. I, I love theatre seating, but I like to have that that. Uh, a, a twin seat, shall we call it, rather than mm. a love seat, because that suggests you're not watching the movie; you're doing something else. Um, <laughs> so, uh, it, it, uh, so, I, so I over like to you, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you? Where do you fall on this particular one? <laughs> well, again, I'm in a living room, so I have a sofa. Right, you know? but what would if you I had like? A dedi- yeah, I would like to have mm. a dedicated room with theater seating. Yeah, you know, mm. and um, I, again, I would probably have, you know. A, the prime row where I had a dedicated seat, but probably a double seat or a love seat or something, either in the back row or front row, so that if we wanted to sit together, we could. But hmm. um, like you mentioned on the show today, you talked about having a couch in your first row in your new theater hmm. as opposed to, you know, in your seats in the back. And, you know, I, but yeah, for a theater experience, um, I, I would want seats uh, as well. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's the other thing is like what you were saying, Steve. I, I thought of it. I used to have, when I first built my theater, it was a couch in the back row because that's all we had available, and then the love seat was in the front row. But without the arms on either side of me, I feel like when I used to watch movies, you'd start like I'd sit in the middle of the couch because that's where it was, and you'd start watching it, and you lean to a side, and then you end. Eh. You're laying down. And then the next thing you know, you're like laying down. (laughs) Whereas now, I literally, it keeps my attention better because I can sit like this and then I can move and I can sit over to the other armrest and it gives you more options to stay upright and enjoy the movie. Whereas it's like maybe the movie isn't as engaging and you just, uh, it's like, yeah, and I'm out. (laughs) He tapped out and he lost. (laughs) So it's, it's all what you do. I don't even like to recline. I, mine recline. They're yeah, not power, yeah, yeah. but I like mm-hmm. to sit upright. I have my ears where the the rear surrounds can hit them. I like that, and it's like I want to focus on the movie. And even um, mm-hmm. Mike Schramm sent them to me a while ago. 
It was a, somebody did a demo of these theater chairs that literally only come up to here. No headrest. They come up to your shoulders. And I, I loved it. But at the same, I do like a compromise. But I did think about it. And the guy that reviewed them, they weren't leather. They were cloth. They, they were like mm. a, a cloth or a microfiber material, which mine are. Uh, you could hear better from behind you, which when I bought mine, I bought them lower so that my ears would be able to grab the sound better. And the whole review was on cloth over leather and how that can actually absorb sound as opposed to leather. They did notice a difference in the room, how things were. And it was very, uh, I never even thought of that as far as sound dampening goes. But also, I was like, wow, I did this stuff 20 years ago and it looks like I might have hit the nail on the head. I didn't even know what I was doing. I just liked that material and I couldn't afford the leather. <laughs> it's like, hey, oh, whatever. I still would like that material now. I, I, I like that over leather, but I want to, I do want to compromise. And I would, and one of the reasons I don't like to put to recline now is because when you do, your head goes back like that. But they have new headrests that, like, when right. you recline, they tilt forward. up. And I'm like, right. oh, if I could get that, maybe I would recline a little bit, you know, and get a little more comfortable. But, you know, who knows what I'm going to be able to get in the future. But, <laughs> the new home theater We're, podcast i'm <laughs> sound asleep and yet when I, as soon as i go into a commercial theater the first as soon as i sit down i'm thinking oh god it doesn't recline properly and oh it's not comfortable and oh so i i'm again I, as much as my my criticisms of commercial theaters are uh, well documented um that's just another thing i just oh god i, I just again i never when i sit in a in, in a theater seat just so often i'm just like oh all right, I'm not comfortable. And then I will do exactly what you say, DJ. I will start moving. You yeah. know, I'll, I'll feel myself moving around, and that's because I'm not comfortable. And then I'm not engaging, whereas, you know, in, in, in my cinema room, with the, 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 the head, there was a headrest on it, which is bulbous, so it comes out a bit. So that actually, you know, when you put your head back, you don't get that head back effect. It, it, right. It's, 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 like a, it's like a pillow behind you, you know. Um, and I, I think it's great. It's so comfortable. And, of course, because you can move it to an inch of your life, you can always find that sweet spot um so i yeah I, I think they're great but again it's just one of the many cool things that there's so many things to choose from yeah you, know, you can you can you can be like mike who i know has just come into the chat room. you can be like mike who, who who had who tried it didn't he tried his seats didn't like them went back to the couch and, and is loving life that way um and then there are those of us that want that more you know, a, a halfway house between that and a, and a normal single theater seat. Um, and then those that only want theater seats and that's it. And, you know, you, it's and different Carl courses that likes for different <laughs> I mean, if I could put seats in my living room now, I would, but I have a wife, so <laughs> yeah, let's get rid of the couch and just it, have a row of theater seats in my living yeah, room. <laughs> yeah, and I think if you do that, John, then you won't have a wife. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, it's so, one so or the other. Seats or wife, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, keep your voice down, John. She's not keep home your yet. Voice down. Yeah, she's, oh, oh, she's yeah. Here. You wouldn't say that if she was. No. no. Oh. <laughs> you'll have that. Uh, you'll have that X-wing behind you, put right where the sun doesn't shine. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah quite. Yeah. Now we can text. hear it. <laughs> I know. Now you can I hear it. I thought that was my phone. I looked. I said, "Oh, she's texting me." No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Two words. Start that's running. <laughs> she's, on the live, she's on the live show right now. She's that's, that, oh man, that's great. That's great. Um, 
<laughs> you want? Uh, let me see if I can pull up my live my sound of. Uh, oh, where did it go? Is it? <laughs> I can't even play that one. We'd have to do that one. Uh, no, where did it go? Uh, oh, there it is. I think. Hang on. This this is literally my. So yours is yours is this for your wife. That's for my. That's my text tone for everybody. It's oh, just okay. What I have. Yeah, this is everybody. this is when my wife calls. <laughs> I've had that since the old Razor phones. They offered that on the yeah, Motorola Razor. Motorola Razor, and they had yeah, Vader, yeah. and I was like, oh, I got to do that for my wife. Yeah, DJ, you're, you're not. You're only saying that because she's four foot nine, and you know you're not <laughs> ten, threatened. Ten, <laughs> four foot, four foot ten. ten. Yeah, that's the only yeah. reason. Nine is I actually was... nine is actually little person. She's yeah. just above that. Just above Otherwise, that she would literally be like considered a dwarf or midget or whatever the little the, whatever the, she, it is. Uh, it was quite sweet how she referred to herself as Hobbit folk. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> She, we didn't even get into her feet. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I'm not saying anything about hairy feet. Yeah, I'm no, not, no. not going to talk about Nope, that. nope, no, nope. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, she's, yeah, John knows. Jen, John's, yeah. It's John, she's, John Jen. John's, not her feet, by the way. I know that she's 4'10". <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if she has to be 4'10". She's 4'10". No, yeah, you'd know if she had hairy feet, too. <laughs> He's not just being kind. He would know. Yeah. <laughs> We've been to the beach. Yes, uh, we have. Um, but yeah, no. Um, where did we go? We just went off the rails there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know <laughs> how we got there, but I don't know. All right, um, it's okay. Mark V's comment again. You know how how badly he wants what he wants, and we'll we'll talk about that then. Uh, so I'll read uh, Blue Wave uh, from um, Home Theater Experience of Black Panther: Wakanda Forever on Disney Plus and Kaleidoscape says Blue Wave says great show guys. The new receiver is dialed in, wider soundstage, better channel separation, and more detail in the rear and height channels. I watched Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. The scene where Wanda is chasing them through the tunnels. There's a slow motion sequence where the water drops are hitting the puddles on the floor and it was playing and echoing in the rear and height channels prominently super excited about it, about the upgrade looking to a b a ton of stuff that i've enjoyed previously um that's that's the stuff i want that's the comments i want no offense to all the other comments i love the comments we're getting but this is our wheelhouse right here i love this stuff uh the only thing missing would be a time stamp and then, then everybody could say, "Oh, right, this scene here, and we can all go and enjoy that." Which I did, and he's right. It's it is awesome, and I, I should have written down the timestamp, but I forgot. <laughs> but <laughs> like an idiot. Um, but yeah, so no, it is, and that, and that's what's fun. It's like when I got whenever we get a new piece of equipment or some, an upgrade, it's like it rejuvenates your entire collection. You know, and we and we start to go back through all of our stuff and like, what did this look like? What does this sound like? And and that's what that's what makes the tweaks of the week so important for the people. You know, when you're if you're gonna mess with it, let's let's see what we've done. You know, and sometimes John and I know we've done the tweaks. Uh oh, <laughs> that don't sound right. <laughs> I liked it better the other way. What did I do? <laughs> so that's awesome. 
awesome blue wave. Uh, all right, uh, Steve, you want to grab uh, Paul's? Yeah, so this is uh, Paul Banville. Looks to be a, an email, I think. Um, yep. Headed your thoughts, um, and it reads as follows. It says, hello, DJ, how are you? Haven't spoken in a while. Uh, podcast is busier than ever. Congrats. Nice job on fostering this fun community. Interesting thing, long story short, I factory reset the Integra AVR. Was having some issues which didn't turn out to even be the AVR. No big deal. Reran Dirac, all good. Funny thing. Music doesn't sound quite the same. Room correction is off for two-channel music or YouTube music videos. Uh, room correction stays on for concert Blu-rays. Those sound fine. Nothing different with the room or the speakers and distances are correct. But music and YouTube music just lacking something only since reset the AVR. Weird. Unless in my head, but I'm very in tune and sensitive to my system. Know it inside and out. Just thought I'd throw that at you. Thanks, DJ. And that's from uh, Paul B. Okay. So yeah, uh yeah. It's so here here's my thoughts on this. It's a a great question because but my thoughts are music and two channel especially. Okay. Um two channel uh music or anything you do in your room highly highly depends on the reflective sounds of your room. Okay. When you listen to, and, and you know, since I've added my speakers, I've talked to a lot of people, audiophiles, about um, just getting into the two-channel world, right? And there's a, and it, even going back to my days of when I was a kid, it's like, okay, you sit in the sweet spot and you you listen to your record play or your, your vinyl play, right? And you got to sit in the right spot and the speakers need to be placed the right distance apart and they need to be the right distance away from the walls and they can't be right on the wall. They got to be pulled away from the wall and depend. A two-channel system is totally dependent on the room, okay? Very, try to shorten this up a lot. Our theaters, we're trying to get rid of the room. We're trying to get rid of all those reflections. All those room corrections we're doing is to get rid of everything a two-channel system depends on. So the only thing I can guess here, and it's just a guess, it's, I'm not Rob H., I don't know these things, but what if, Paul, what if you shut off all of the room correction when you do two channel, right? Then you're sitting in that sweet spot. Now you're just running a two channel system. I think room correction and two channel system is kind of an oxymoron. If, if you understand my explanation, you know, cause it's like, it's the idea in our theaters is I just want to hear from the speakers and we're trying to get rid of those reflections. Two channel depends on it. So let's shut that off and see, see how that works. Um, I, that, that's, that's my best guess at it. And it, it, I mean, that's, that's all I can think. Do you think of anything, John? No, cause I'm not into the, I'm not in that world really with two channel mm -hmm. music. I don't mess with that at all. So I, I wouldn't be able to yeah. hazard a guess really. Do you do or ever, have you ever, Steve, 
done any kind of two-channel no, stuff? I, 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 I think I've said before, I mean, what I knew, know about music could be written on the back of a very small postage stamp. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of like you, Dij. I, look, I listen to music when I'm doing something. When I'm, mm. you know, when I'm dusting the room, which I do a lot, then, you know, these are on and I'm listening to music in, in mm-hmm. the headphones. I'm not, it, 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 I, I can't honestly say, or if I'm driving in the car, you know, that kind of thing. I cannot honestly think of a time ever that I've sat and what listened to two channel music. I mean, I, I, we, you and I talked about when, when the Dolby Atmos thing came out for mm. Apple Music, you know, and every now and then when the mood strikes, I will sit and listen to that just uh, not for very long, but just to listen to that. But that's not two channel. So, right. yeah, the, the, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated and mystified at vinyl and records. I mean, I remember when they were there and I remember playing them as a kid. Uh, but I, I'm fascinated and mystified in equal measure as to kind of the people that do it now. I, I mean, I, you know, as I said, I good on them, but it's mm. not me. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I, so I like it. And I did like it when I was a kid. That's all we had. We didn't, there was no such thing as this, right? Um, and then, and now I also like it from the tech perspective because that's our foundation. It's where home theater came from. We started at two channel. Uh, I've talked about it many times. I, I was lucky enough to experience the demo of, of experience on home theater cinema off of two channels. You sat there and it felt like, it felt like a good Atmos track right now. It went all around me, up and over me, and that's what two-channel is. And when you listen to an audio file, like when I had Brent Butterworth on, and he's like, you can hear the sound move around you, but it's only two. That's when you know you have your two-channel dialed in. But that's all based off of everything working with the room in conjunction with the reflections off the walls and hearing these things, and it's that's how that works. So... That, that's all well and good, and that's fun. I get that. But for what Paul's talking about here, it's like we run these room corrections and all this, and what it's, it's what it's trying to achieve, it's counterintuitive to what a good two-channel system is doing. So maybe when you're running your two-channel, I don't know, maybe the AVR is actually turning it off anyways. I don't know. You know, when you just run flat-out stereo, pure stereo, Maybe try putting it. I think there was a setting. It's direct and it's just pure sound, purely whatever it is. And that's what you get. And if your speakers are set appropriately, but it, it, it tends to not. And, and I know I've had guys on like, um, um, that are audiophiles that'll just be like, I have these speakers for my two channels and I have my system for this channel because. You know, your home theater system, the speakers might be further back, but for two channel, I want them out in the room. So there's so many variables there between the two different types of audio. Um, it's hard to know, but I, I'm guessing that all of the room correction might actually be inhibiting it. So, all right. Uh, what's next one from VJ? Yeah, VJ. Um, this is from YouTube. It says 85 decibels is. Is correct for correct is correct for movies. TV shows are normally mixed 10 dB below movie reference, i.e. 75 dB. Listening to shows at minus 10 would be reference for them. So, yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. And that's I mean, it, I didn't know that, but I've never I've never actually list I've never said or even assumed that anything streamed 
had any kind of reference to it because you know our commercials can be through the roof you know like when you even if it's you know like the last of us you know the the trailer ahead of it isn't even in dolby or dolby atmos and then you get into it and one sounds louder than the other and this and that it's like that really is to me is like it that's just a crapshoot on what you're going to get so i always i mean i i go to zero but i'm not locked in on that it's like if it's way too loud and obnoxious i'll dial it back if it's not loud enough i'll dial it up i actually have presets for that just for that case um but i i do like i mean discs i always try to go reference level and same thing if you get a ragnarok you boost it up a little bit if you get westworld you dial it back a little bit you know it's like <laughs> It's like, but at if least you, get you have Halloween a reference. Ends, you, yeah. You've got to move down the road. Yeah. Turn yeah. it off. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> you need ear defenders. There you go. Uh, let's see how sweet. Oh, this is Gorinder talking about. Um, he emailed me because I didn't tell anybody. I didn't even tell you guys, right? That Jen was going to no, be No, I on. was looking at it and I was like, Who's his best friend? You know, because the notes so just like, said, I thought that was me. his best friend. And I was like, I wasn't on this. And I, I don't know that I'm his best friend, but he did call me. So <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and then, and then honestly, I thought it was Meg. Like I thought, like I didn't recognize Jen's voice right away. Right, I thought right. it was Meg. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, a couple minutes in, I could tell by the conversation that it was Jen, but yeah, um, I actually thought it was you and Meg because you guys have done several shows. Meg and I, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, and that's. But I wanted it that way, and I mentioned that to when I replied to a few of the people, and they were like, "I didn't know it was you," and it's like that actually comes in next week, comes up in next week's Takeover Tuesday as well. Um, and I said, "That's exactly what I wanted. I wanted people not to know." That's why I titled it that way too. It's like I wanted people to be like, "Oh, okay, it could be anyway. It could just be my best friend." <laughs> I, and I did think of that, John, of you being like, "Wait a minute, what?" <laughs> it wasn't I was me. Like, this is just a regular show. If I'm on it, <laughs> right? I'm like, no, 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 no. But it, it was. I, I had a few people actually contact me. Like, I didn't know it was your wife until a few minutes into it, and I'm like, right. that. That's actually what I wanted to hear. Right. Because what I didn't want to hear is like, who was that person? I wanted people to figure out we're married, you know, and you knew as it went on, like, oh, okay. All right. This makes sense. And, and, and then get into that side of it. So, um, but I had told, I had report, recorded the week before with Gorinder and I told him after we recorded, I'm like, you won't be on next Tuesdays. We're bumping that ahead because I have a special guest coming in on Tuesday. And he's like, I go, nobody knows. I'm not telling anybody. And part of it was, if she backed out at the last minute, I was just going to run Gorinders. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, because one in the bank, she was yeah. she was that nervous. So, with yeah. that being said, I am one ahead now, which is nice. And uh, next week's, I have uh, Karan. If I'm saying it right, he comes on the show. I called him PK because that's easier. But he's right. <laughs> he's literally from India, and we had to organize our time. We're two, ten and a half hours apart. So in yeah, we had a fantastic conversation. So I can't awesome. wait for people to hear that on Tuesday. Um, and it's kind of fun. And he was one of the people that said he was the first person. 
um, because he gets it earlier than everybody because I put it out at midnight. So to him, that's like first thing in the morning. He's like, oh, look at this new podcast. He was the first person to tweet out that it was Jen and I right after he did that. Uh, I waited a couple more hours before announcing it on Twitter, but I wanted people to hear it themselves. But but um, but yeah, so he it, it's a great conversation coming out next week. So looking forward to everybody hearing that. It's another Another uh, marathon podcast, so a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. All right, uh, U571 from G Cornell. Uh, I had to include this comment. He emailed me, U571, pleased to see it show up last night. Watched at 1 a.m. Made note of your comments and will watch again to see how close they align with the presentation in my home theater. Always enjoy the sound at four minutes and four seconds when the German sub captain bites into an orange. So crisp, so juicy, you can almost taste it. The way I described the depth charges, percussive. And he's right. He did mention that to me before when we first, we talked about this a year ago. He's been asking me to do this, this movie. Uh, I think I said that in the show too. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so G Cornell and then G Cornell then. He emailed me, and I didn't put this in the show notes. He emailed me a picture of, he has two monitors set up. I think they, they look like 40-inch monitors or whatever. And he has the movie playing on one and my podcast playing on the other one. Oh, and nice. he's and he's got them synced <laughs> up. Like, he'll get to that scene, and he'll play both scenes. <laughs> I was like, I mean, this guy's in depth. That's hardcore. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's a listener right there. Yeah. So thank you, G. Cornell. That's, I appreciate that's, uh, that. That's a borderline stalker. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. Um, All right. You want to take Jonah Fish, Steve? Is it mine? Is it my turn or is it John's? I I lost track. I just read that last one. (laughs) Yeah, go on. I'll I'll do it then. That's fine. Okay. So, again, this is the same comment on the same uh, uh, U571 YouTube video. Um, from Jonah Fish, 75. Mm-hmm. It says, this was the first DVD I ever saw. My dad's friend had a 42-inch massive widescreen TV in the early 2000s and a DVD player. He demoed U571 with his Dolby Surround, and it blew us away. <laughs> yeah. Memories. <laughs> Again, and that's that's why I like doing these older movies. It's because it just, the comments, and it just gets everybody talking about something that, you know, we haven't just we haven't talked about in a long time and there's some great great home theater movies like when we did strange days you know mm. it's like people don't some people didn't even know that existed right and now it's like mm. it's 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 so much fun and uh and John why don't you you can read Mike Schramm's yeah, same Mike idea Schramm's, uh yeah U571 I'm excited to experience this in my theater having never seen it before I have high hopes yeah so. Yeah, he went out and bought it. And it, again, like, right. who would have thought he didn't have it? You know, like, not not anything against Mike, but I'm like, it just seems like common sense, like downloading your Odyssey, you know, calibration to your receiver, <laughs> right? Seems like common sense. <laughs> okay, now tell <laughs> me this, best chaps, friend tell right me there. This. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can only have one sub movie between U571 and Crimson Tide. Oh, which one do you go for, and why? <laughs> I thought you were going to ask. You were going to say another you one. Das Boot. Yeah, Das Boot would have das been the other boot. one. But I, yeah, and but I'm talking modern ones. You know, with with modern sensibility. So Crimson yeah. Tide U five seven one. Which one we having? Crimson Tide. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Sean Connery. That's the reason why. No, <laughs> he's, Sean that's, Connery and Crimson Tide. You mean Gene Hackman and Crimson oh, Tide? Sean Connery. That's Hunt yeah. for Red October. Hunt for Red October. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the sub movie. Yeah. 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 Right. Gene Hackman. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I think between those two, I would go Crimson Tide. Yeah. I, Actually, like, I think I, I think like it's the a story cinema. a little better. Well, that's the thing. I think it's whether you approach the movie as a movie or a home theater experience. Yeah. I think if it's a home theater experience, it's U571. Again, um, because of that percussive depth charge scenes or yeah. scenes. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, Crimson Tide is just the stories. I mean, you've got two actors at the top of their game just mm. going for it. Denzel Washington and Gene Hackman just going yeah. toe to toe, almost literally. And it, it's just riveting. I only watched it again not that long ago, again in the cinema room. And uh, I just oh, saw Paul in the chat. Don't worry, Paul. I'm getting to it, buddy. Go ahead. We don't say it. Don't, we, don't, we, no, 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 no. Sorry. No, no, oh, sorry. Wrong one. Go ahead. I'll get to it. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, no, I think, um, I think if you've got to choose it, I think I'd go with Crimson Tide as well because that's the movie connoisseur's choice, isn't it? Whereas, but, but they're very close. And U571 is fab. It, but there we go. So here's the thing. In my um, quote expert opinion, uh, I think <laughs> I, I actually think, and I'd have to go back and listen again right now. I actually think Crimson Tide is a better home theater experience than U five seven one. U five seven one, and I and I said it in the podcast is lacking a little bit. It's a fantastic Blu-ray, but it could be better. Okay. Hmm. It has nice bass, could be, de- and you, you could get a little bit more punch there. If I'm being hmm. honest and you know, I'm l- listening at reference level with today's technology, I think actually like U571, if they remaster this, it will be the sub movie and there won't even hmm. be a doubt. Right now, hmm. I think Crimson Tide, if, if I remember right, it's been a little while since I've seen it. But it has a little bit more punch, okay? And then, so we've had people in the comments, at, like Van Gool mentioned Hunter Killer. Hunter Killer has way better percussive bass than U571. U571 is a far superior movie. Hunter Killer is a great home theater experience, but as we all have said, it was like, eh, it's kind of like Hurricane Heist of submarine movies, right? It's still a great <laughs> home theater movie. Um, but U five seven one, I just and I like I said, I said at the beginning of the podcast, it's it's just lacking a little bit. Um, mm. Red October is my all time favorite of of submarine movies, and that's the one Paul mm. said. I'm like, don't worry, I'm gonna get to it. It's like if I if somebody just said your favorite <laughs> submarine movie, first that pops in my head is Red October. I love the movie. I love the mm. sound of it. I love. I I want to say and um. G. Cornell did mention it to me. U571 won an Oscar for sound. So it is, I mean, and I do remember that at the time when it came out and it's, I mean, that's why you had to own this back then. But hmm. it, I do think I, this is, it's a dated disc right now and it could be hmm. improved and should be, and it deserves to be, especially where it won an Oscar for sound, you know? Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I, um, I would now when I think of Crimson Tide, I think of, you know, Denzel Washington, Gene Hackman arguing back and forth and absolutely mm-hmm. riveting. I, I'm struggling to think of it. I've seen it relatively recently, within the last 12 months or so, again. Mm. I haven't seen it multiple, 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 multiple times, but I've seen it a number of times. Mm. And I'm struggling to think of a specific sequences in that 
that would that stand out to me in a home cinema point of view. Yeah. The, the, the rain at the beginning is very nice. That the neural mm-hmm. is very nice over the top of the. <coughs> excuse me, but the but U five seven one those depth charge scenes. I mean, the, again, the way I remember it, and I right. again, I, I I haven't seen it as recently as I've seen Crimson Tide. I've got the Blu Ray, obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it, you know, the way I remember those depth charging, you know, it, and it's not just, you know, every now you get the slow burn, but that that scene that you were talking about, where it just goes bang, 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 oh. and and the the depth charges come on top of one another. They're so mm. rapid fire that, that 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 for me is always sort of one that's kind of really stood out to me. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I you know, it just occurred to me. Hunt for an October is great as well. Um, again, I think for slightly different reasons, but it's a very good film as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think Crimson Tide is probably my favorite just for the, just for those two, you know, they're absolutely, right. fanta- I mean, the, the cast of U571 is fantastic, but you know, Gene Hackman, Denzel Washington and, and, you know, Tony Scott, um, you know, that's a, that's a match made in heaven right there. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I, Crimson Tide to me is like, it's the nuances. It's a more nuanced mm. home theater experience, which I really mm. enjoy. I just feel like slightly what it does have is slightly more dynamic and again i might be wrong i'm just i just know what i heard on u571 that we could go deeper which if Mm. they went deeper you'd get more punch i'm not talking volume i'm just talking deeper Mm. more punch and then that would also bring out the highs like that one scene that i was talking about you can barely hear and i called it like a, a manhole cover but when that that it was like the hatch blows off the submarine and goes flying off to the left side that I mentioned. You can barely hear it. I wanted to hear it more, but you can, it was like, and it's like, I wanted more of that. So I feel like they could give us that with modern, a modernization Mm. of that soundtrack. Um, But yeah, it's Mm. an iconic, iconic movie. And as a home Mm. theater movie, you have to own it. I, and I, I don't think Mike, is going Mike Schramm is going to be disappointed in this at all. I think he he's going to be like, "Oh man, how did I miss this?" <laughs> <laughs> I think uh yeah, I think the only um yeah, I think the only problem with U571 is if they went deeper the hull would have been crushed. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just, crap joke. I Sorry, see what you late. did there. You know? <laughs> see bringing it all around. I see that. Uh, all right. So what did you say, John? Sorry, John. What did you say you you you'd go with uh, Crimson Tide yeah. as well, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. I, I haven't seen either consensus. one of them in years, so uh, it'd be worth revisiting. Not, they'd be they'd not be worth picking up at all. But uh, mm. I, I I own them both. I just haven't seen them oh, in a okay. long time. Yeah. I won't use the, the dreaded H word then. Homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Bill McAllister in the chat just got Shout Factory Magnificent Seven 4K dropped off at my doorstep. Can't wait. So I nice. scanned down. He's still here. <laughs> he said should be fun later on i need to revisit subgenre pun intended i got I, I see what you're talking about that's that is a great pun for that but i'm like i was expecting to be like got my movie i'm out boys right <laughs> like this does re-release on uh, this podcast comes out on friday but thanks bill for sticking around that's pretty cool yeah, stop <laughs> trying to get rid of the, the viewers dj come on i know you should be encouraging them to stick around i'm, I'm just amazed they are <laughs> It is me. Uh, you know, we grew up on eye rolls. <laughs> or as my wife does, she closes her eyes and thinks I, I can't it, yeah. see. I'm rolling my eyes now. 
Uh, and and I've noticed that since that podcast. She's like, damn it. She's doing it more. <laughs> or I'm noticing it more. You notice it more. She's yeah. doing it the same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because DJ hasn't changed. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, anyway. All right. Uh, last one. YouTube. Uh, who wants to take this one, John? Uh, sure. Uh, Brockstar. It says, my room is calibrated with Trinov room optimizer with 3D mic, and anything louder than negative 15 is loud AF, usually at minus 18 when by myself and minus 21 to 24 with wife and others. I like loud, by the way. I need to do more HT tours of other houses and hear what their zero reference sounds like. Yeah. Uh, that's that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it, it, and that's the thing. It's like, that's what I listen at. I like, and it works for me. It might not work right. for any he, I mean, we've all seen his room and it's, right. I'm, I'm not going to doubt that. I'm not going to, but it, it is like something that we should all like experience other things, right? Experience right. other theaters and be like, Oh, Oh, and you might not like it. Doesn't mean it's wrong when you get it. They do. Right. And it's like, right. if they want, and, that's how I got to where I am right now is by going and experiencing other things and others and then try and taking pieces. And just like we do here, we hear from other people and it's like, Oh, I'd like to try that. And then you incorporate it into your theater. I'm still trying to incorporate Steve George. Oh, you know, his what media closet. I would love to have a clean <laughs> media closet like that, but Nope, that's where I hide my crap. Um, <laughs> But it's like we're all trying to do something. But yeah, it would be nice to get out and hear more of other people's home theaters. And, and you know, like I said, come here. Anybody who wants to hear reference level and what I interpret as reference level, this is what my theater does. So I don't know. But yeah, that's cool. And I, I mean, I can't, I can't doubt the Trinov room optimizer with 3D mic. That's insane. No. Yeah. So, all right. Well, now we are now an hour and 38 minutes into the show. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going on to, what are we up to now? Oh, uh, 4K, 4K releases. 4K yeah. release. Are you guys ready for this? You ready for, to hear this? The one or two. There we go. All right. Um, what, we're into March now, right? So we're looking at, mm -hmm. no. It'll be yeah, the 28th. Yeah. No, the 28th. 28th. It'll oh, yeah. 28th. Yeah. yeah. Quite a bit. We have quite a mm. bit coming. This is a big list oh, here. Yeah. yeah. So we have Marathon Man from 1976. Uh, Dustin I, Hoffman? Yep. Hmm. We have that one. Um, is that... That's not the one... That's not based on Michael Crichton, is it? I don't uh, think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not sure. No, I Definitely read, not Jurassic Park. No, no, no. There was a Marathon Again, Man by Michael I Crichton. Seen I, haven't I haven't seen, seen Marathon that. Man since like the 70s. Hmm. But, <laughs> but I read the book. I read Marathon Man, but I think it was Marathon Man by Michael Crichton. That was really good. Um, Training Day, 4K. Ooh, and in Dolby Atmos. I, I, and I, in Dolby Atmos. I already have it on uh, Kaleidoscape. So. Have, you, yeah. have, you, have you had a look? I've dabbled. I, have da I haven't watched the whole thing. I, I think it looks... And, and, and... and uh, early reviews? I can't just, just wait. Just a nod, a I, nudge. I, I, yeah, I know. 
I love it. Go ahead and buy it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it so far. I love it. Uh, it like, again, I, I, have, I want what I've seen so far and heard. I, I just want to sit down and just absorb it. It, it was, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in a while. So when mm-hmm. I bought it, I was like, it downloaded overnight. And the next morning I was like, oh, I got to see this and hear this. So uh, I love Denzel in this. So it, well, what is it? Ethan Hawke too. Ethan Hawke. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. it's, yeah. I love that movie. And it's out here on Monday in 4K, on 4K right. disc. So uh, yeah. Not Tuesday wait. here, oh. Monday. Yep. So it's yeah. next I, week is I, a big week. I had assumed it was DTS HD. I did mm-hmm. not know that it was Atmos till Ralph put up the package shots. Yeah. And then when I saw it was Atmos, I was a very happy chap. I think I bought this right after the last time the three of us recorded. It it dropped and I was like, Ooh! and I didn't yeah, I didn't great. even see that it was coming already. And then I did see when whenever I see a movie like that and you get the Atmos, I was like, boom, buying it. So especially Warner's, you know, yeah. the, the, their back yeah. cat discs can be very nice indeed. Yeah, yeah I'm looking so, forward to that. Can't wait. Yeah, um, we also have the Knockout Rocky, the Knockout Collection. So we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's coming out on Tuesday. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 74. That's, I thought that was already out. Not in 4K. This is the okay. kind of the, the, it's been out in Germany for a while. This is a, this is the okay. new, is it Shout or Scream Factory? One of the two. And it's, uh, it's all been re, MPI redone, Media remastered. Group. Oh, that, I just, it sounds exactly the same as Scream Factory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So it, yeah, but it's a, it's a, it's been cleaned up as much as they dare because it was shot on 16 millimeter and, you know, it was, mm-hmm. it was very, very rough and ready. But I am looking forward to it immensely. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, great film. One to, you know, for you guys to sit down and enjoy on an evening of an evening with the, with the other I've half. I've seen it. I, I saw it a yeah. long time ago. That was one of those ones when you were a kid, if you could rent that on VHS and you're like, if you knew the, the owner of the mm. store and he allowed you to take it home as a 14 year old kid. You're like, okay, Texas Chainsaw <laughs> it, Massacre. It, it was banned here for the longest time. You know, yeah. you couldn't, you just could not get it here. That was one of the famous video nasties of the eighties yeah. that just, just didn't, didn't, just was not available. Yeah, here. Cause you know, you're afraid everybody sees that and they're going to start killing people with chainsaws. I get it. Yeah. yeah it's a, in <laughs> Texas, <laughs> in Texas. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's got a little bit, it's a little bit too local for John. Yeah, I'm already here. So. Yeah. <laughs> he moved there. Yeah. I came here willingly. Right. <laughs> uh, um, Puss in Boots, The Last uh, Wish 4K coming out on yeah. Tuesday. What are you, John, yeah. Steve, you're a little I, disappointed. I know I've got a feeling it's been put back to July. I've got a funny feeling it's gone back. Because uh, I was what? looking this up on Amazon, yeah, I I don't know this for sure. I've just seen an Amazon listing which then had it for July, um, and so I've got a feeling it's gone back. I hope it hasn't because I want to import this yesterday. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I've got a funny feeling it's gone back. But that's that's only based on my you know anecdotal evidence of having had a look on uh, on Amazon. But uh, yes, if it's out next week, I will definitely be importing that. I love that film. Yeah, why would they all the way to <laughs> July? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I wish yeah. I knew. I wish I knew. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. It, mm. it may be just a, 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 a balls up on Amazon's fault. Maybe. I don't know. But okay. yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm. Um, we also have Rocky in 4K dropping singularly. That's you know, so you can get that instead of the four col- four movie collection. Why would you buy one and not the others? If you like the first one, why would you not be buying them all? I think it's a steelbook. <laughs> 
Yeah, Isn't uh, the well, single the steel it, book. Yeah, it is a steel yeah. book, but so they want you to buy both. But even to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, to, yeah, to Steve's point, like okay, well, you want the steel that bad? <laughs> like, well, I think the steel books are coming. Wig- like the next week is Rocky too. Like oh, I think okay. they're coming weekly. Oh, okay. for oh, a right. month. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can pop ahead if you want to see, but yeah, I think so. To double check, but uh, hmm. let me pop ahead to March. Uh, let me see if we get Rocky two on March seventh. Rocky two, March seventh, yeah. and mm-hmm. then the following the week, still books are just coming Rock- weekly. Oh wait a minute! Oh, uh, March fourteenth is Rocky three, and then March twenty first <laughs> is Rocky four. So, well, good to know, because then if you want to, like what John said a couple weeks ago, I think it was you, John, they were like, why would I buy the four movie collection? Right. Right. So you Hmm. can collect them all as steelbooks. And so I'm I'm not a steelbook guy necessarily, though. So I'll buy the four. I'll buy the box set and just have Hmm. two sitting next to it on the shelf. (laughs) (laughs) Steve doesn't care because he's just going to put them in sleeves anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. I'll have the two sleeves sat next to the other four sleeves that look just like those two sleeves. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) My wife and I will be happy family. Rubber band the four together and then have the other two next to each other. (laughs) Fight. (laughs) My wife and I were watching one of the shows she likes or whatever. I don't know what it was, but they were actually smuggling drugs inside of Blu-rays, like inside the cases. And she looks at me and makes the joke and goes, she goes, that's why you buy so many movies. And I go, (laughs) have you been paying attention? I'm like, when was the last time a Blu-ray got dropped off here with any kind of frequency? I'm like, you can't smuggle drugs with a kaleidoscape. Right, I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm like they're digital. I can't do that. So I, I think we've just discovered a new marketing slogan for them. Right, <laughs> drug free since two thousand and two. By the way, while we whilst we talk Kaleidoscape, of course, you saw what was it? Mark V. Who, who was it? Who retweeted the um, Puss in Boots sale? Yeah, I think it was Mark Kaleidoscape retweeted our last podcast. Oh, that. Yeah, that, I thought you meant the yeah, Puss in Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That it, really cool is that I mean they listen mm. to hear us but yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. Mm. And um I mean that's what we do, you know? And I, I appreciate the support. And you know what's really cool is we're not we're not like a hundred percent like, hey, Kaleidoscape that like I'll tell you the negatives or they'll tell you this and that, and they're still super supportive and they always have been. Like when I had them on, I'm like can I talk Sapiti? Can I talk this and that? And they're like, absolutely, because they understand the market. They understand how it, what it is. And um, yeah, so it's, you know, that that was a little nerve-wracking when I first met them on my own. Um, but yeah, no, they, they're they great. And when I saw that, I was like, ooh, look at this. Somebody's paying mm. attention. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> um, so, all right. Uh, next movie, Dragonheart 4K from 1996. Uh, this one also dropped on Kaleidoscape as well. I almost just bought it, but I want to hear about it first because I do like that movie, but I want to hear about mm. it first. So, yeah. uh, and then we have Kubo and the Two Strings in 4K. Mm. Do you know this mm-hmm. one? That's a Netflix. That animated, was a net, that's yeah. a Netflix animated film. Yeah, it's a um, stop motion animation. Oh, okay. It's you get in a mm. steelbook version, you get in a regular version, but it's from 2016. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's coming out in 4K. So. Oh, it's that old? I didn't realize it was that old. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Box Trolls 4K from 2014. Have you heard of that, anybody? No. Okay. Uh, hmm. All right. And we have Scream in 4K from 1996, the original. That's a steel book, I guess, because that's already been out as well. 
Yeah, it's because uh, the new film's coming. Oh, okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so then we have a Chainsaw Massacre steelbook. We have a Training Day steelbook. Uh, we have a Box Troll steelbook. But we also have uh, Devotion in 4K coming dropping from 2022. The, the other... Hmm. Um, the other airplane movie with um, who? who what's it's, um, the, um, it's the guy from Jonathan um, Majors. Top Gun yeah, but Jonathan Glenn Majors, Powell yeah. is yeah, he's yeah. like his his buddy. But Jonathan Majors, I think, is the lead. So that one there is Ralph, a, yeah, Ralph. Ralph, liked it. Ralph reviewed it, and I asked him as long. Is it better than Midway? <laughs> <laughs> but I think Ralph likes Midway, like me, doesn't he? I think he, he does. I'm sure he's got better taste than that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he said this was quite good. He said yeah, Devotion yeah. was pretty decent, but it's out here on Amazon Prime in 4K. So yeah. I'm, I'll, when I've got nothing better to do and Hell Freezes Over, I'll probably sit down and watch that. I mean, sorry, um, I will make some time to uh, to, to watch that because I, I like the, the, the setup. I like the genre, you know, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's all good. But uh, I've just been a bit jaded because of bloody Midway. Um, <laughs> you blame <but>, one <laughs> movie. well of course you've got the hanks spielberg um miniseries coming out of course this year um on apple tv plus that's the uh, the, that i've been working on since they finished the pacific can you Um, can you i mean home theater wise movie wise can you think of a better marriage three-way marriage than hanks spielberg and apple tv plus yeah can i mean quite come on well and if you then put in their band of brothers and the Hmm. pacific to demo worthy home cinema blu-rays right and then add apple tv plus and 4k and dolby atmos it's just we should be dribbling <laughs> at yeah. the thought of that you know i mean it just oh yeah i can't wait cannot wait yeah the um, only thing that's disappointing been, it means we're not getting it physical right yeah yeah well well maybe if not. Any, I got but if, yeah yeah well quite and if anybody yeah. could could force it if anybody I mean, could say you can have it for a while but then we want physical that's going to be spielberg and hanks yeah. i mean they would have the clout to be able to demand it wouldn't they because the streaming services would have been climbing all over who one did another to uh, get greyhound that. it was hanks uh, but it was, was, but it was not. But it was a first-time director. It wasn't, a, right. and, and they bought the film. They bought it after so, the fact. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I, I don't. This will be a Playtone Amblin uh, thing. So I mean, mm. I, I, who knows? We don't I know. know, do we? But, but you know, it would be nice to think it would, that they've got a period of exclusivity, and then we get the the the, and it's know, a the physical disc. It's a series. Yeah. Well, it, so it'll be a ten-part series. It'll be exactly <sighs> like Band of Brothers and the Pacific. It'll be great. Right. Oh, can't wait. Um, so yeah, yeah, that one. Will Those be are going to be anyway. long podcasts. <laughs> what a great year we have, right? Because we got Mandalorian coming up in a couple weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. at the as, as this First comes March, out, next it's week. next week. Next week. It's next yeah. week, mm-hmm. right? It's next Wednesday, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. So the day after we record next week, we get Mandalorian. We're still going through The Last of Us. We've got that coming. I mean, it's it's going to be another great year. for. But streaming seems to be getting bigger and bigger each year for us in home theater. It's getting better mm-hmm. and better. Um, all right, let's wrap up this 4K releases with one I don't think anybody listening to this podcast is going to buy. Uh, John Wick 1 through 3 box set. Oh. Who wants Go that? Yeah, but who <laughs> doesn't already already have all of them? Yeah. 
It's just a box With set. With four right? coming out. Which, again, why do I want a box set now when the fourth one's coming exactly. that won't be included in the box? That hasn't already got it. I know. It's like, I, are there people like that that are that completionist that already own one through three, have to get the one through three box set, then four comes out, they buy that, then the one through four comes out? Box set, Even right. I'm not that crazy. <laughs> there will be people Steve's that will like, buy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. There will be people that will buy uh, 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 two of them: one to keep in their shrink wrap, and then one right. to to <laughs> one open. To watch. One. If, if nothing else, if I have learned nothing else over the last what three, four years of of, of being exposed to Twitter, um, is that <laughs> there are some people that, that that are just on a different level when it right. comes to collecting this stuff. They'll buy three. You know, they want one to, to, to catch the sunlight of on two o'clock in the afternoon, and then they want one to be able to gaze at on top yeah. of the TV, and then they need one to be able to cuddle at night, and then they want another <laughs> one that they can unwrap. <coughs> and I'm only mildly joking. Um, you know, I, I, you, you, see, you occasionally see these people, they've got six copies, not just a bloodshot. <laughs> on their uh, on their shelf, and they've, but they've got them all shrink wrapped. They've never watched them. They're right. just there for for, for yeah. show. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's a it's a world in which I have never dipped my toe, and I don't intend to, because yeah. um, I don't get it. <laughs> right, you know, I don't either. I buy mean, it to each his own. It. Right, it's like I will. <laughs> now, now when I buy multiple copies, it's so I can experience them in the compare room, them. right, and yeah. compare yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like that's it. And it, but that's what mm. I like to do. Where a lot of people like. What are you, a nut? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to lean into that, right? <laughs> like, yeah, call me nuts. I don't care. Just like I call the other people. Like, <laughs> just just popped in my head because we haven't had a chance to talk about it. Oh, anybody want to talk sock puppets? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Jen, poor puppeteers. Poor like, puppeteers. Oh, she felt so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, Even no. the way she said it. I was know. quite sinister. The way she says puppeteer is genuinely sinister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but she felt so bad. She's like, I don't want to disparage like puppeteers. And I was like, I see, I forgot about, I was lost for a second yeah. until I remembered that. Yeah. And it was like, no, yeah. I'm like, just like people disparage what we do. I get it. You don't right. like it. You don't understand it. I'm like, I'm not asking. I, I'm like, oh, you make a fun of puppeteers? Well, kind of. Yeah. Okay, it's not something I understand, okay? Like, just like people don't understand me, and I, I allow that. You don't get it? Fine. Um, but <laughs> Oh, Paul saying sometimes I buy multiple copies because I forget I already own them. Yeah. Well, we've all we've done all that. Done that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, speaking of which, thank you, Paul. Hey, um, let's do... Um, here we go. We had forgotten. Holy crap. Give it's away. been... The giveaways, and that's how giveaways first came to be, is because I had a bunch that I was going through my system, and I had, oh, wow, look at all of these movies I didn't know I already owned that I bought anyways. Right. So um, so this week we have uh, from, uh, we have a bunch here. Okay, so I'm going to just give them all away, or I'm going to give away the option, the ability to. Uh, Kick-Ass from Johnny Speakers. So we have that. Uh, digital, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness from Mark, Mark Hader, that is. Uh, we have season one, House of the Dragon 4K. It's on voodoo only from Justin Van Camp. He offered that one. So anybody that hasn't seen that, uh, and I will say now here's where it gets interesting. Um, even if, okay, maybe you've seen it, but I would, it, 
I would offer this up in this way. It's what sounds funny is okay. It was on HBO Max. I already have that streaming there. Why do I want the 4K Voodoo streaming version of it when I can already stream it? I'm telling you, and I think the Voodoo version's better. And I've done the. I did it with Bloodshot. I've done it with other things. The streaming version through Apple TV through anything is usually better quality stream than what we get on HBO Max. So even if you're just curious on that, Justin's offering this up to somebody. If you just want to have fun with it, grab it, you know, and, and compare the two and, and see what you think. Um, also, uh, Shazam in 4K from Mark Hader as well. And the last one for this week, uh, Andrew Joyner, uh, who's been on the podcast, says uh, Captain America First Avenger Blu-ray with the 4K digital code. So what what Andrew did was he had owned the Blu-ray, wanted the 4K disc. When he bought the Blu-ray, he used the digital code for that. So he already has it. So that one was utilized. But what he did is for this, he will mail out the 4K or the standard Blu-ray with the new digital code that came with this 4K. So you're getting both. So there you go. So those are offered to... Those are the offer, the 4K, uh, or the digital codes for this week. And one of them is a disc. So just let me know if you're interested in any of those and we'll get the information out to you. Or if it's the 4K one, I'll have to, uh, oh, why isn't that working? That's weird. Oh, I hope I didn't stop the recordings, but okay. All right. That's it for the digital giveaways for this week. Everybody still there? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right, um, and that does it for listener comments and all that fu- fun stuff and the 4K releases. I'm just trying to catch up to where we are in the show. Are we ready? Are we ready for our uh, home theater experiences of the week? I mean, we're sure. only two hours in. Yeah, I know Mark V is. I know. Well, that's not coming up to the end. Milk goes at the back of the store, so uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. So uh, here we go. All right, who wants to go first? Uh, John's top of the shop. Go on, John. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I watched Alita Battle Angel in 3D. I I mentioned last show that I was going to do that. Um, You know, I still... um, Maybe maybe it's just me in 3D. Like, it was fine. Same as Star uh, Star Trek that I watched a couple weeks ago. But the the 3D didn't blow me away. Like, it it was good, but... um, Either, like I said, either my setup is suboptimal or I just don't like 3D that much. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Like, it just didn't really add a lot to the experience for me. Um, watching this movie again really just irritated me more than anything that they're not going to do a sequel. And <laughs> once again, we're going to be left hanging with, with the ending of this. But uh, I keep hearing yeah, rumors um, that they are. I, I've heard that too, but I feel like the further, mm. although we got Avatar 20 years apart. But I feel like the further they get away from this, the mm. the less likely it's going to be that we're going to get a yeah. sequel to it. The, the, the moment has passed, hasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, I like, like Avatar. This, this didn't do very well at the box office. Exactly. So there's, you know, there's not going to be much impetus to go back and revisit it. Cameron's certainly not going to do it, and Robert Rodriguez has kind of moved on as well. Right. So I suspect... 
back not yeah yeah okay. i think it's time i think it's time has passed um mm. but i quite enjoyed the movie i enjoyed it again this time around too um i just i don't know for me the 3d is lacking it's just not not my thing so okay i really enjoy i loved that 3d version loved it in my mm. in my room i absolutely loved right. it i didn't see it in 3d in the theater and i loved the 3d version in my room so mm. i need to revisit it I, i've seen it twice i saw it i saw a um I think I, I, I saw a Blu-ray version, and then I've got the 4K, and I've seen the 4K version once. I seem to remember the second time not enjoying it as much, but I need to revisit it and, and watch it again and, and, and see if I can uh, yeah, get a bit more from it. It, it, it seems to be that it, it's less than the sum of its parts. There are bits of it that I really like, and there's some of it that just – but as a whole, it, it's a bit odd and a bit disjointed and for me. But, I'm, I'm mm. yeah, I need to see that again, definitely. Um, there we go. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, Steve, you want to go with your number two? Oh, I do. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to trample on the sounder this time. Okay, no, go ahead. So. You can go. Oh, I can. Oh, okay, okay. Now right. you can hear um, it, though. Yeah, I can. That's the thing. So I can make sure I don't just talk all over it like I normally do. Um, so um, this was Viking Wolf, and this is uh, recommended by someone. I can't think who it was. Uh, John oh, Brock. Yeah, so that was John. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, quite. And uh, now I could, I could talk to you about what it's like, or I can uh, just say cheers to John. Uh, Did you get that? Oh, that's for, awesome. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. So to do this, do this properly, all right, it's going to be uh, Gohelsa Skoll, which is good health. Cheers. Ah, there you go. Awesome. <laughs> oh, do you have a, you got to have a stand for that or that, something? Oh, yeah. yeah. This is a genuine Viking drinking horn. A Mine's genuine my, one. It's still in my shopping <laughs> cart on Amazon. I yeah, we talked it about it, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. No, this was. Yeah. When no, did, you, did you, did you, what, on our chat? Did you talk about it's it on like, text? No, yeah, yeah, texting, we, texting, texting, yeah, 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 oh. yeah. This is a genuine ox horn, a genuine Norse Viking drinking horn. Um, it's real. This is not fake. Yeah. This is a real one that's been that's been prepared, and it comes with a rather cool um, little kind of Norse wooden stand, which is that is Mjolnir, by the way, yep. Thor's hammer. Oh, oh wow! So yeah, so so they say anyway. I don't, you know, but uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 uh, yeah, very cool. So I having watched Viking Wolf and thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it was very very cool, and well done, John, for recommending it. Because I'm going to yeah, put some I'm glad you liked it. Nice. Yeah, it was. It I was great. You would. Yeah, I figured you oh, would. Ah, just. I mean, the title's cool in and of itself. Yeah. So the fact the movie's good as well is is very good. Um, yeah. And yeah, recommended for those who are of a similar mind to me. So you like horror stuff, but also something a little bit unusual because the the Norse language is beautiful, yeah. and it and it really comes across well in this. Um, yeah, it's great. And and yeah, the CG as you said is 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 it's is a perhaps, little off with the wolf. Yeah, but it is. But still, you, perfectly acceptable in a film of this budget and this type yes. and uh yeah i had a great time with it and i started watching it as i said i would the following day after our last uh, last um uh, trip to the bus bench um i had some assessments the next day and i had sort of 20 minutes in between assessing these students and it was like right i'll stick it on now and i'm in a proper courtroom but there's no one else there it's only me as the judge and so 20 minutes quick watch of it another 20 minutes another 20 minutes another 20 minutes and then just as you get to the reveal of the wolf i'm like right i'm gonna wait till i get home and then watch the rest of it in the cinema room and it was great so it's such a good time with it enough to then immediately order the viking drinking horn so that i've got that for my next watch and for the right. uh, and for uh, when i next watch northman oh. <laughs> right uh, and the viking series of course and vikings yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there you go <laughs> 
all right. Um, mine first. I'll, I'll just quickly still mm-hmm. going through Westworld. Um, I I think I'm up to eight, seven or eight now. Slowly, I kind of slowed down on it. Got a little bit busy. Um, still liking the story. Still enjoying it. And but as far as home theater goes, this is one of the best to me it, it it's up there with apple's stuff um it's yeah. there's so many nice nuances going on around you uh whether they're outside on the you know on that western scene on the prairie or whatever in the in where in the mountains or wherever but you can hear stuff going on but even when they're in some of the like the taverns or in the city in the streets you hear people talking around you there's so much going on here and it means or they're in like where they deal with, you know, the high tech area, right? There's so much going on and there's, it means so much because it, it's, I don't know. I, it, this, and I'm starting to see why my son really liked it. And I'm maybe why some people are like, hmm, they don't get it, but I'm, it's really resonating with me and all of these sounds and everything. It's cause it's, it's the marriage of like reality versus man-made and right. i think this it's another take on what i like the the idea of jurassic park like there's nature and then there's like what we can do and just because we can do it should we do it and then like i said with the sounds in westworld the and what they've done with the it just meaning so much more to me because of the meaning of the show and what's going on behind the scenes and, and what's real and what's not Right. And then, so now we're sitting in our theaters and we're like, this is amazing. And it's all, it's all fake. Right. We're in our theaters. There's not, I'm not in the middle of a desert, but they're making it feel like I'm there. Or it, it, it just blows my mind every time I sit down to watch this and just let it wash over me. And it's like the home and it, the, the picture is fantastic too. And the, the imagery that they give you is, there, there's just so much to it. It's like, this is one of those shows to me, like it could be a book club. And you just sit down and like, what's your take on this scene? And what are you thinking here? And it's like, I just love to, I talked to somebody the other day about it. That's never seen it. It was my son-in-law and he's like, Oh, I've never seen it. And I was like, I just went on for about 20 minutes about the piano playing and what it means. (laughs) And he's like, he was like, that's cool. And now he wants to see, but I'm like, just what that thought to me, what that meant to me. And, um, yeah, just having a lot of fun with it and a great home theater experience. So still enjoying that. Cool. So, all right. I don't know if I put the sounder in for that, but uh, John, you want to <laughs> go next? Uh, yeah, why don't you go um, to uh, I'll slide four. down to number four. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Star Trek Picard, uh, season three, episode one, has uh, dropped last week. Um, I it is uh, Paramount Plus. It's mm-hmm. 4K, uh, just 5.1 audio. There's no Atmos mm-hmm. here. Uh, Upmix is really well though uh, with Neural X. Uh, looks fantastic. Um, uh, yeah, um, I really um, I thought the home theater experience on this was great. If you've watched any of the first two seasons, it's on par with everything we've gotten before um, and the other Star Trek series on Paramount Plus. They mm-hmm. do a great job. Uh, they all look great. They're super colorful. You know, it's space. You know, Star Trek, um, and the sound is is excellent. And um, yeah, this season, the story. It, you know, this one really resonated with me because there's a lot of. Um, nostalgia get kicked in with this because cool. all the original crew from 
uh, you know, uh, next generations coming back for this season. Uh, most of the cast from the previous two seasons are have been ditched, actually. And this is it's almost like a pilot for another show, you know, because it's a, a whole new cast, uh, a whole new old cast, because it's really all the old the old <laughs> yeah. gang getting back together again. Um, but, yeah, there was a you, you didn't get them all in the first episode, but you got a few of them. And then there was some Easter eggs to some other people, which was kind of cool so uh, but yeah it looks really good sounds really good um i, I i'm not gonna say jump into season three if you haven't watched the first two yeah <laughs> but but it is a, it, you know it is uh a show worth uh picking up i think and even somebody like you know i know steve you're not a big trekkie my wife is not a trekkie at all and doesn't have anything to do with star trek but she watches picard with me mm. and she mm. real and she does enjoy it so um I've I've seen some pictures on Twitter of it that someone put up some and it did look very very nice indeed. Yeah. Um, but the question I've got for you guys is is can we say Patrick Stewart's in this one? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think we can. For that. Yeah. Right, yeah. phew. All right, that's all right. Just check it. Just only check because it. it's season three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny if he's not. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wouldn't oh, no. know. Yeah. It's in memoriam it does, of it Picard. <laughs> yeah. And but it I, did and look hope- good. The, the pictures look great. Yeah. Well, and I'm mm. hopeful with this series specifically because the, the the Strange New Worlds, which is another Star Trek series on Paramount Plus, they just announced a 4K uh, 4K release of season one, mm. um, which I'm really looking forward to. And I'm hoping mm. that this show and Discovery, the, the other Star Trek shows, will get 4K releases as well because I think they'll be even better uh, with with the disc. So. Yeah, you and I, 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 I didn't see that it was coming out. Otherwise, I would have watched it as well because I really enjoyed. And I'm not a Trekkie either, and right. I really enjoyed season one. Uh, season two, I didn't enjoy as much. I still enjoyed it, but I liked season one better. Yes. Um, but I did want to keep up with it, and uh, so I will catch up on that. And I'll be it's and I, and that's the other fun part about like that's another one that drops weekly. So right. it's easy to, you know. Yeah, you're not really behind. You nope. just got to catch nope. up on one I just got to watch one, one which is always fun right. to do. Um, so, yeah, and it's, yeah, I will catch up on that. But I didn't even see that that was dropping. Uh, I was lucky. We'll, we'll talk about the next one in a minute. But John and right. I both watched that one. I absolutely love that show, too. Um, but, Steve, what do you got next? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so checking in with my uh, weekly horror uh, uh, feedback. Um, so this is, um, I watched Dawn of the Dead, the Zack Snyder 2004 mm-hmm. um, James Gunn scripted uh, movie, which dropped on 4K only over there, only a couple of weeks or so ago, um, and I imported it. Um, yeah, it, I mean, the film's still really good. I don't, have you guys seen it? I don't know if it's no. your kind of thing. No, have you seen no. it, John? I haven't seen it, and I'm not, like, it is my kind of thing, actually, but I mm. haven't seen it. It's uh, it's well worth worth seeking out especially this yeah. particular version of it um yeah so it, out in 2004 i've had the blu-ray and seen it many times more than i probably should have done um but it's a it's a really good film and it, it's well done but in the past the the transfer has always been ultra grainy quite strange and quite muddy and murky and and a problematic transfer um and also quite and, and forgive the use of the term to describe a film but the the look of it's quite schizophrenic it it, it changes it, it one minute it's really grainy then it's very clean and then the next minute it's all very saturated and then it's quite sort of washed out which is a very strange look to the film mm-hmm. um and i've always had problems with that in the past i mean you've just got to get over it and watch the film right. um but i think th- this 4k disc is transformative 
they've given it to, it's a native 4k remaster i've put pictures up on on twitter um, the detail levels are fantastic it has been completely redone um original camera negative they've gone back to it and remastered it frame by frame and it looks stunningly good you still got the texture and the changes but then they don't stand out as much anymore now they look much more natural the 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 the, there is more uniformity to how it looks um and i don't think that's a bad thing some i suppose might say does that preserve the creative intent but it, it it looks great and really really good um and the only thing better than that is the neuralex audio which is absolutely awesome um first time i've listened to this in Neuralex. i figured this was coming so i I stayed away from the blu-ray although i've got it um and and watch this and there are some fantastic scenes in this the opening credits that run um have all kinds of kind of um archival footage and and that goes right the way around the room and there's news footage playing and those voices move around the room as you're as you're sort of watching it and then there's music and that's all cut with zombie attacks and everything else it's really really good so if you're going to see the film for the first time then this is the version to see um presumably dj won't be on kaleidoscape because this one i think is a scream factory release um shout or scream uh, I think it's Scream. I think it's Scream Factor. I think it okay. is. Um, but it it is very good indeed. So anyone out there that likes the movie or is thinking of doing it, it is worth spending the money to to get this version of it. It's very good indeed. So yeah, I was really impressed with this. Uh, so that's awesome. yeah, Dawn of the Dead. For, yeah, two thousand and four. Yeah. Shout, Shout Factory. Yep, yeah, Shout. All right, there you okay, go. Okay, Shout. Dawn. Which it could show up on Kaleidoscape then. Because they do, okay. they do work with uh, Shout Factory. Hmm. That'd so, be a great Halloween one. If you, you know, if you, if yeah. you like the these, are, these are fast moving zombies. These aren't these aren't the slow shuffling ones. These are right. you know proper aggressive ones. But it's great, and it, there is humor in it. There, you know, there there is there's some levity in it as well. Um, but it's it's really well done, and and definitely worth uh, worth seeking out. But you know, you guys can leave it till Halloween, I think. Uh, but uh, but well worth it. Yeah, right now, uh, Dawn of the Dead's just in HD on uh, Kaleidoscape. Mm, yeah. With, yeah, so that'll be the blue one. Blue yeah, ray. with uh, but it still has the master audio five point one. So I don't know if they remaster mm. if that's the same track that you were dealing with. I or, think it probably is, but so, the, obviously yeah. up to Neural X, it just sounds great. Yeah, you know, it's one of those tracks that was meant for this even before this was invented. Hmm. That's I mean, <laughs> and it's funny you say that because it just reminded me of like going back to U five seven one and up mixing that because that's just a mm. you know it's a it's a five one mix, but if you go through my show notes and it thanks to Mike Schramm, by the way, shout out to Mike Schramm on that one, because I didn't include the show notes. I didn't include boxes of popcorn in my show, which I typically yeah. do um, because I had just forgotten. Right. And it's like, I'm trying to get all this done. I told you guys what it, at the, before we recorded, um, but I, I added the show notes back in so you can see them on, on YouTube or in the, sh- on any of the shows. And if you notice going through the show notes on that, there are a few notes of with the red triangle in there. And that means Atmos, but this isn't an Atmos track. It just means overhead experience, right? And that's how good Neural X is getting, how good these, these upmixes are, is that we're, we're taking a normal track and we're upmixing it. And it still felt like, and if you listen to me, I'm like, it's going over me. It's going around. And that was so much fun to do and do that real time as a podcast and be able to experience that. It felt like it was an, an object-based soundtrack, 
but it wasn't. And it, that's like you said, we always say like on the show, it's like neural X. If you go to the show notes, we don't have to say it here, go to the show notes. And I put the actual track in there and whether it's Dolby or if it's DTS or whatever, I put that in, and, but we're up mixing neural X. Uh, I've messed around and we talked, I've talked about it. Maybe you hear it in the next week's podcast on why I choose one over the other. Um, but yeah, this, the up mixing we're doing now, it, it's made us question on, <laughs> it, yeah. What's the difference, right? right. It's like, w- hmm. what are they giving us when they take these old movies? Are they just doing the up mixing for us? And then we call it a DTSX or an Atmos track that's an older film? Or are they actually remap, which I don't think they, they can do. They'd have to go that back and remake all those sounds and move them appropriately. I don't know. So, all right. Um, I'm next. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Let me put the sound in there for that. Um, a quick Wakanda Forever, uh, Kaleidoscape versus Disc. All right. Um, I talked about it last week that I didn't have the, or two weeks ago, I didn't have the disc handy. Uh, welcome back, caught a reference there. Uh, I didn't have the disc handy, but I went back through and I did it almost two weeks ago now. And it's very, very slight difference. Again, if you went from one house to the next, uh, I did prefer the Kaleidoscape over the disc. Uh, I felt it was a, again, I, I barely, I, 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 I barely even want to say it was a little bit better. But if you went A, B from one to the other, I feel like I could either point out or allow you to go back and forth and you'd be like, Ooh, this is slightly like, so the, the bridge scene, the Cambridge scene, for instance, it's like, I just felt like there was, it was a little bit more clear overhead with the music. All right. The dialogue, which I had mentioned before, I felt like it, w- it was a little bit more, but then when you go and watch it on the disc, I know what I'm listening for and it's there and it's, it is there. But then when I go back, I'm like, Ooh, that's just. I don't want to say brighter because I don't want to say it's inaccurate, but I just felt like it was a little crisper, a little bit more dynamic on the kaleidoscape over the disc. And again, that's to say that in, in my opinion, like if, if the kaleidoscape is doing this, you're getting the exact same thing on the disc, right? And then your opinion of that is, is what it is. Um, so it's, if, if you're watching it on disc and you come over here, you're going to be like, yeah, that's the same thing guaranteed that's what you're gonna say uh so i just wanted to throw that out because i said i would um all right uh john um you want me to do sure five okay we can both talk about it i guess sure uh so yeah carnival row season two episodes one and two dropped uh, friday this is on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's 4K HDR. It is in Dolby Atmos. Mm-hmm. Um, DJ and I both really liked season one of this three years ago. <laughs> so, yeah. It was about- a long wait for this. Now, they did a pretty good job of, yep, that's of what I was catching say. us up. Um, there was a pretty good last season on. Um, but... Um, yeah, yeah, it was like I, almost 15 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, it was most of the first episode. Now, season one has an episode that has actually like a theater demo-worthy scene in it. Yeah. Um, this season is seems like it will be just as good. Nothing stood out in the first two episodes that, like I would say, would be demo-worthy. Uh, but it, it looked fantastic. This is one of the Amazon Prime shows that they do right, you know, because, yeah. again, Amazon Prime gets... They're really up and down with their Atmos and their 
uh, some of their shows. But this one uh, really sounds good. Um, you know, all the, you know, for those that aren't aware, it's, it's uh, you know, there's like fairies. It's a supernatural world where there's yeah. you know, different creatures. And the fairies, when they're flying and those wings are Ugh. just like overhead and off to, you know, they really use the that train tools. robbery. That train yes. robbery scene it was is awesome. That's it was really worthy. good. Yeah. yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, you're right. That was really good um, because all the Atmos uh, overhead speakers are engaged. You know, you hear the wings all around you. Um, they do a really good job with it. Um, I, I don't know, like story wise, I'm, I'm not going to get too into it yet because we're still early on. But I don't think it's as good as season one so far. But um, we don't but know yeah, where it's it, going yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, but it really looks and sounds good. This is a this is a home theater worthy show. Yeah. Um you know, in season one, if you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth going back and watching. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say if you haven't seen season one, home theater wise, it's worth jumping on. Um yeah. my wife Jen didn't like it. She didn't stick with it with me, but I loved it so much. John and I both loved it. I was like, I've a lot of times when, you know, when one bails, the other goes with it, you know, I'd be like, all right, Right. you're not into that. I was so into this. And I kept, every time I watched it, I come upstairs and I'm like, you got to see this part. And she just, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. It's because it's a lot of like, there's a lot of meaning behind I just love what they did here artistically with the story and what the meaning behind, like take any, whatever's going on in the world. Now they took it and they, they, they put it in a different version, a different light. Right. And you look at it and go, wow, how they're pointing fingers at things and stuff. I just love that story wise. So I'm yeah, very, it's, it's, it's very classist, racist, you know, all everything, that, everything, all the problems yeah. we have in our world today are just in this, 1800s supernatural world right yeah and but then the home theater part like john really spoke about the sound which is amazing it it really is and but the picture in this is so good like yeah really good the the hdr i think with one they're setting a time period here kind of right and there's parts of it that feel futuristic but it's not because it's a different world but it's like you said like the 1800s but the the tones that they use in the costumes in the background in the lighting like that train you know robbery yeah. that and we're it's talking a darker about show it is too, but know, it doesn't yeah. feel it okay like there's a lot of dark scenes but they don't feel like when HBO Max did you know um any of the, of the <laughs> house of the dragon you don't feel like you're missing out it's like you really right. do feel like i've never heard maybe it's because it's not as popular but i feel like even the darker scenes they're brighter you can see there's bright lights going on in here it it really feels like what netflix has done where they they really know how to enhance this hdr to get the most out of it there's a lot of even in the dark scenes there's a lot of colors there's a lot like John, we talked about that scene when you got it on disc from House of the Dragon and you yes. you you noticed the the, the, the the colors that I was talking about, right? Right. So and and you didn't get them through your stream on House of the Dragon, but there's nothing like that streaming Carnival Row, right? It's like you see everything and it just well, looks think, beautiful. Like, if we're missing it, we don't know we're missing it, right? Right, because, <laughs> because it does look that good. There could be a, there could be a disc later on down the line, and we'd be like, "Oh, that was." It gets even more vibrant. And, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> right. You know. It is that good, and they drop they drop two a week. 
It, right, this is going to be two every week as well, not right. just the first week, which is weird. Yeah, but, and we uh, talked about that. I think they did that last time, and you were, you said, like, why are they doing this? Why wouldn't they want to draw it out over two months instead of the whole thing's over in a month? Yeah, it's four, it's, yeah, four weeks, two episodes a week. Yeah. <laughs> so and it's, it, it, That's what I'm saying. Like, where are they going in such a hurry that they can't stretch <laughs> this out over two months? You know? Right. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> it is yeah. weird. Yeah, it is yeah. weird, but I, it's like they do with um, you. Didn't, we didn't talk about um, Vox Machina. I don't know if you watch season two or not, but the same thing. They drop three episodes a week, and the whole thing's done in four weeks. Yeah, it's like yeah. why? Why do you do that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know. So obviously, it was done Steve, before it started. Yeah, obviously, Steve, you haven't seen this. I hadn't even heard of it until I saw it in the show notes. Oh. So I looked it up. I did, to be fair, having yeah. seen it pop up on both of your lists, I thought, wow, this is something you guys clearly know about. Yeah. So I did look it up. I haven't watched any of it, but it did look interesting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, yeah, it, it's one that would have passed me by otherwise. So, yeah, I will um, I will circle around to it at some point, definitely. Yeah, we. I mean, we did that on the other show. It was coming up, and we, we just absolutely right. loved it. Um, but it really, really plays in. And even on the other show, we were like, this is more home theater but this is fantastic and we right. we loved the story it is yeah <laughs> really really good so check that out so hopefully we made some more people aware of it uh all right Steve. yeah for the oh, fi- oh, for the second and final season <laughs> so. is it is it <laughs> yeah, definitely this is it. Oh. definitely yeah this is it oh, so. that's too bad you get right. three more weeks and then it's over yeah mm. oh well <laughs> so. all right um oh yeah you're number four steve Yep, okay, so this is the Italian Job, 1969, not the recent American remake. This is the British original, Dag Nabbit, and, uh, and we're keeping it that way. Now, interestingly, oh, a stone-cold... Yeah, well, quite, yeah. yeah, yeah. A stone-cold British classic, not available in the UK on 4K, but uh, released in <laughs> right. America. So, and, and there was some comment about that on Twitter, to say the least, when I put up pictures of the box. Um, so, yeah, it, and uh, yeah, I, it's, a, it's a fantastic film that anyone this side of the pond has grown up with this movie of a, you know, of a certain age. This is a, 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 a classic movie that, that pops up here on, on bank holidays. You know, you, you know, you call them, you know, your long holiday weekends um, pops up on TV here you know, every week, you know, every time that, that there is one. Um, and so I've seen it many, many, many times, but hadn't seen it for years. And I've never owned the Blu-ray and never owned a, you know, I don't even think I owned a DVD. Mm. Um, so this is the 4K version. This one I think is from Shout, I hope, possibly. Anyway, we'll uh, see. I'm having a mental block with Shout talking, and Screen I'll Factory look. this week. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure it's Shout Factory. I haven't got the box. Um, but yeah, it is. So it's still a fantastic movie. It is a great film, a, a classic movie from the 60s that, that, that has not aged a day. Um, it, it is it is of its time, but still very very enjoyable. Michael Caine, um, mm-hmm. Noel Coward, um, you know, just just fantastic. And uh, so Kino the, Lorber. Oh Christ! Right, okay, then, then, <laughs> then that'll be the next one. Sorry, I should have known. Anyway, someone, some special boutique label. Um, I'll just stick with that. Can we just say it's Brockstar? It'll just be easier. Um, let's just do that from now on. That'll be fine. He'll be happy with the royalties. Right. Um, so it's, um, now they've they've remastered this from the from the original camera negative again. They've gone back and they've they've done this bit by bit. Apparently, in the past, it's been a controversial transfer. There's been talk about 
digital noise reduction and all this kind of stuff but this one looks absolutely beautiful there is grain um but it's never swarming it never it never overwhelms the picture um the the hdr and the wider color gamut has made this just just colors leap off the screen um and then along with that you get a, a, a dts mix which i up mixed of course to neural x and it sounds fantastic and this is only the second time in all the years i've had the cinema room and all the years i've been on twitter that i actually recorded a little bit of video with a little bit of the audio and actually put that up on twitter because it just sounded so great and so much fun and obviously it's not the same when you watch it on twitter but it's just to yeah. show just how much fun it is and it's great and so the the audio just fills the room um and it feels like what it must have been like to watch this back in the day you know on a on a big screen in a in a, in a packed you know theater with the sound up it, it was great um so yeah really recommend this if, if you like this film and everybody does um then you know this is absolutely the the version to buy it's not cheap to import it this side of the pond it's, it costs you know the earth but there's no sign of a uk release um yeah well quite yeah um and it's but it's well worth it i absolutely loved revisiting this it's still really really well done um so yeah i, I couldn't couldn't recommend this i'd put this up with with you know lawrence of arabia in terms of recent catalog movies that that oh, just wow. need to be owned yeah need to be seen you know it's not it's not as transformative an image quality as lawrence of arabia clearly was and of course that's in atmos and this isn't but in terms of a a remaster of a classic movie in 4k you know this is this is up there with them it's really really good indeed and don't be put off by anybody again saying oh it's digital noise reduction oh this that and the other it looks fantastic so nice. yeah well worth it well worth it well there you go john you're on this side of the pond so you're all set i know i need to pick that up <laughs> yeah it's not <laughs> well, on a football fan, you know? so <laughs> yeah, yeah no <laughs> yeah, i'll have to i'll have to order my drugs <laughs> got a blu-ray in the oh, mail it's, yeah. yeah it's not on kaleidoscope yeah right so now. i gotta actually order a blu-ray now yeah so. dang it <laughs> wife's gonna you know, why no, even have a kaleidoscope right <laughs> <sighs> all right uh let's see my next i'm out tapped out yeah you're out yeah i'm, I'm all I've got out. one more um uh well i do have a quickie um I gotta think of the name of it though. I didn't put it in the notes, and it's a shame I didn't. Um, somebody mentioned it, and I watched the first episode of it on uh, Apple TV Plus. Uh, it's the one with Brightside in it. Did you see that? Oh, oh um, the tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow something. Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, what the heck was the name of it? I'll have it in the show notes. I'll have the correct name of it. It's like, yeah, I know. I Not know tomorrow which one you're talking war. about, but I haven't seen it yet. Oh man, what was the name of it? It's pretty Billy good. Crudup? Billy, Billy Crudup. Billy Crudup's in it, and yeah. that, that's yeah. I, I grabbed that, and um, uh, Hank Azaria is in it too. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it looks good. It, it, it looks, looks good. good. I just it's haven't not got to it yet. Yeah, it's not home theater. Not necessarily home theater wise. I just I really like the story. Like Apple TV, it's like I'm yeah. sure it. You know, it's it's fine for a home theater, but it's not like. Nothing's really uh, jumping right. out. It's it's kind of funny because it's like ba like the setting is like 1950s futuristic, meaning like if they made it looks like they made this show in the 50s, telling you what the future was going to be like. So right. like flying cars, similar to like what uh, um, uh, the Jetsons. No, um, <laughs> what uh, what's it? Uh, Tony Stark's dad did 
Remember, Howard Stark. Howard Stark. Yeah, like the world of the tomorrow. World of, yeah, it's like yeah. world of tomorrow type stuff. And it's like no wheels, but it's still the same, like, you know, Studebaker <laughs> type <Right>. idea. <laughs> right. So, but that's, that's kind of what the setting's like, which is kind of neat. Um, and the story is, I don't want to give anything away, but it, like as the story goes along, you're like, what the heck is going on here? And it, it is pretty cool. So I, I did enjoy that, even though I forget the name. I just literally watched it last night. Um, I forgot the name of it though. It's like, uh, world of tomorrow, not world of tomorrow. It's something like that, but tomorrow, I don't know. It'll be in the show notes. All right. <laughs> Wasn't that a raving endorsement? Yeah. I don't <laughs> even know the name, but, yeah, but it, it was, was great. Good. Uh, I'm following. Pretty memorable. I, there's two yeah. episodes out. So, um, okay. All right. Uh, John, your next one. Yeah. So, um, Ooh, I yeah. guess I'll skip down to the Godfather. Yeah. Um, 4K disc, uh, Godfather 1. Um, hadn't seen it since I bought the 4K disc. Hadn't seen this movie in years. Uh, my son was over on Sunday, and somehow it came up, and he's never seen it. So I was like, well, we have to remedy that today um, <laughs> and watched it. Uh, now, again, this is a movie from 1972. So mm-hmm. as, a, as a two-year-old, I was not allowed to see this in the theater. So I have never <laughs> seen it on anything Maybe you did. bigger than been like a 50 inch well i I might have yeah i might have been in the theater but um never seen it on bigger than like a 50 inch or so tv you know so getting the big screen experience with this was something i've never had before um you know this always gets thrown around but it it never looked better right than it does this 4k transfer uh and again like you were mentioning with the italian job um you know they didn't really go heavy with the dnr the grain is there but it looks fantastic um this was up mixed to neural x it doesn't have an atmos track um and this doesn't necessarily jump out at you as far as the you know the neural x or the soundtrack i mean there's a few scenes the tobo scene and different things with the guns where it sounds pretty cool um but this is not that type of movie um you know for everybody that's all everybody's seen it right um right can't imagine there's too many people that haven't um but i thought it looked fantastic you know um i've never experienced it like this you know on the big screen with the neural x and it was awesome um definitely worth owning if you don't have it and it's a classic movie now i know steve you mentioned you didn't care too much for it or you didn't like the second one i guess yeah but. it's it's yeah i rewatched them not that long ago I, as yeah. you know so dj and i spoke about them and I, I i had a week off and i watched um them there um right. yeah i really like the first one the first one i can I, i'm not a i'm not a gangster movie yeah. aficionado i like you know like goodfellas like casino you know that kind of stuff I, you know obviously untouchables that kind of stuff but i've never been a huge gangster movie fan and the godfather i but i so the first godfather film i understand why it's revered and i do like it but it's not a movie i'd rush to put on again and again if that makes right. sense so i've got the 4k disc it's the second one where i was i began to lose the faith and i must admit i haven't been i haven't watched coda yet i need right. to not obviously that coda <laughs> the right. um the <laughs> i haven't seen godfather 3 coda um because yeah. i just i kind of lost the faith a bit on the second one and i was I, I found my attention wandering a bit and i appreciate that sacrilege 
and there will be people, even as we speak, taking out some sort of, you know, um, taking out mafia a vendetta. vendetta. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, even as I speak, I'm sure there are people doing that. But I, so yeah, but I, but I agree with you 100%. It looks great in 4K, the, the first one, and it sounds good. And, and, uh, yeah, I, I get why the first one is as revered as, as it is. Rightly so. You know, it's a, it's a hell of a film. Um, what about you? Did you, you got them on Kaleidoscape, didn't you? Yeah. I think you did. Yeah. yeah. I, I got mm-hmm. them all on Kaleidoscape. And again, it's like, I think a lot of people when we, or when we talked about it on our, uh, with Ralph and Jeff and they, they raved about it a little more than I did. Nobody, yeah. they're not wrong, but I, I'm more in the camp with, with John of like, it has never looked better. It's not something that, to me, it's not something that you're like, this is reference HDR, this is anything. Exactly. It's not, and the same with the sound. And I think it's because it's such a great movie and we want to experience it in the best possible quality that a lot of people were putting this as their top, one of their top of the year. And I'm like, you can't, in my opinion, because I'm more of the home theater experience. It's like, I mean, The Godfather is an incredible movie, but Transformers is a home theater experience. So that's where I'm going to lean between the two of them. Right. And it's like, I'm, I, and I've never been shy about that. And that's why it was great having the two of them on for the, I loved wrapping the year up with them because I think we get a full effect just like the three of us. But it, it it's not something that I'm ever going to be like, wow, you want great, even as far as it's not even the best restoration I've seen. I would look at, I would go to Lawrence of Arabia. I'd go to Psycho. I'd go Bridge on the River Kwai. Uh, those to me are better restorations and most of those are even older. Right. And it's like, so it, it doesn't mean that, uh, I mean, you, it's a must own if you love the Godfather and you love a great cinematic experience of, of a great movie, then yeah, you got to own it. But as far as home theater experience, it's like there are better. (laughs) but funny uh side note too is you know my wife and i we're also going back through the sopranos this Mm. didn't make the list because it's not a home theater experience in any way but um we started a couple well about a month ago going back we're into season three right now um but i i forgot because i haven't watched that show since it aired live like you Mm. know we watched it originally when it came on but i forgot how like obsessed they were with the godfather like that movie comes up like in every other episode of The Sopranos. It's like, do you remember in GF one when the, you know it's like <laughs> it's such a big, like they talk about that movie like it's the Bible, you know. And of course they're all gangsters, right? So I guess it would be. But I I'd forgotten that this like that that movie was such a big part of that show. Um, but yeah, anyway, I thought it was funny. <laughs> Paul, Paul yeah, hurt. You've upset Paul, DJ. Yeah, he's like, Transformers <laughs> over the Godfather? Oh, please. <laughs> well, as far as, like, sights and sounds. Yeah, and scenes, yeah exactly. Yeah, but, Nothing makes your room go boom better than Transformers or any uh, of those, you know. But, yeah, like you said, nothing nothing yeah. is, like, reference quality with this movie. Right. But it will never look better. It never has looked better. And it's definitely the way you want to see it in. Right. You know, experience Absolutely. it. Um, yeah. And so. And like you said, I liked how you lean, you, you led off with like the big screen. Right? right. And it's like seeing the Godfather. This is the only chance we have at seeing any of these movies. Like you, like you were going to go to the theater. Like when we watched Lawrence of Arabia or when I watched right. bridge on the river Kwai, it's like, wow, seeing that on the big screen like that. It's like, you can't do that. I mean, 
right. unless you can go back in time. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. So, all right. Um, uh, Steve, you want to do your number five? Yeah. Shall I, shall I sort of do five and eight of mine and then we can move into the sure. two big ones? Shall we do all three big ones we've got to talk yeah, about? We'll, we? we'll should, do, should we do five that? first. Uh, I'm really yep. excited for your number eight as well, but let's go with five yeah. first. Okay. So this is Beast, the 2022 Idris Elba film. Now we are completing a trilogy, fellas. Okay. We had the gray wolf puncher. We had the Meg. Shark puncher. <laughs> now we have the beast, which is lion, lion puncher. puncher. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so trilogy complete. Yeah. So this is the uh, yes, the animal punching trilogy. We should be calling this. Luckily, um, nobody punched okay. the donkey. That'd be me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the banshees of Inisherin. Yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, but yes. Yeah, so uh, so yeah. So this is the Idris Elba um, giant lion movie. Um, which I've seen twice now. I saw it once um, on a screener, funny enough, months ago, and thought it was rubbish. Um, and then I, for some reason, I haven't quite figured out quite why, for some reason, strolling as I did through this this um, uh, movie store, I saw it there, and it was very cheap on Blu-ray, and I picked it up, and I thought, well, I'll have a look, and it's got an Atmos track. So I thought, ooh, okay, Blu-ray, Atmos track, I'll, I'll give it a go, it's my kind of film, let's see if it's any better second time around. Um, and it is better, not by much, but it is better. It's a it's a very eh, kind mm. of film because it really does not make sense, and I'm not going to ruin it for you. Characters do things in this film that are monumentally stupid that no <laughs> person in their right mind would right. ever do, <clears throat> you know. And and just and it and, and again with horror films with with these kinds of movies they they always stretch credibility I I get that they require you to suspend disbelief to a certain extent but sometimes you know the the filmmakers piss and and with this they they really do you know strain every sinew of credibility um, you know and and I don't want to ruin it for anyone that might see it but there are some things in this that are just nonsense. Um, and, and as someone who has been to South Africa and I've seen real male lions and I've seen big male lions as, as close as I am to my screen now, um, you know, these, these things just, just don't, you know, this is just not the same. Um, so, so yeah, but having said that as a cinema experience, it looks amazing. I mean, it's been shot in H, you know, 4k, I suspect, if not 8k. Um, and the Atmos track is very nice. Um, around about 45 minutes into it, which is the closest you'll ever get me to a timestamp. Um, about 45 <laughs> minutes into it, there is a, there is an attack that happens where Idris, and I'm not giving anything away. There's a lion attack, strangely. Um, and a character is under a, a jeep and the lion is on top of this jeep trying to, you know, get to them. And the Atmos in that bit is fantastic. You've got all, you can feel the lion above you. You know, you can feel, you can hear the creaking of the, of the, of the Jeep, which is being crushed under the weight of this giant bloody thing. Um, you can hear all the metal scraping. You can hear the claws scraping over the metal. You can, you can, you can feel the, 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 the roof 
moving closer to your seated position um wow. and it's really well done and this the whole film i think sort of you know is is is, is encapsulated in this this little sequence say about 45 minutes in and it's really nice and the lion's moving then comes off the truck and moves around it and you can hear it growling and all the speakers as it moves um so yeah it's it, it, that it, the atmos is very nice in it um it's just a shame the story isn't better or at least more credible um but there we go. Um, one day, guys, when we've got time, I will tell you the story about the male lion and the honey badger from South Africa when I was there. We haven't got time tonight, but remind me to tell you that story because it's a great one. Okay. So <laughs> remind me sometime. Was your your version? You just had the Blu-ray. Yeah. Or yeah, not yeah, it's 4K? not available in 4K. It's not available in 4K anywhere, as far as I know. Unless you're going to tell me differently on Kaleidoscape. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's 4K. Oh, wow. Kaleidoscape yeah. is available 4K HDR with Dolby Atmos. Oh, wow. Yeah, mm. it, yeah, yeah no, with it Idris Elba, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. That yeah. is interesting because it's not, there's no European release in 4K. There's no, you know, there's yeah. not. Ralph reviewed the Blu-ray. He, he hadn't reviewed the Kaleidoscape one. I wonder if that means it'll come out at some point. I don't think I'd rebuy it. I don't think I'd, I mean, as, as lovely as yeah. it looks and it does look great, I don't think I'd buy it again because I don't think I, it's not one I'd be watching a lot. But the audio is very nice. So if it comes up on a sale price or for a sensible price somewhere else, then, then you know, pick it up. But I wouldn't go paying $35, $40. No, it's twenty four ninety nine standard your mm -hmm. standard price. Um, yeah, for the timestamp you just gave, I've I've bought worse. <laughs> it's an hour well, thirty three minutes. Be impressed with it. Yeah, it's, it's just it's yeah, it's lean and mean. It's lean and mean. It doesn't overstay its welcome. But there's just some stuff in it that will have you going. Oh come on. Yeah, and and you know, whereas and talking, we've talked about the gray and how and how realistic that is, and how you know how brutal that film is, and how realistic this goes to the other end of the spectrum. You know, it, you know, it, it, and, and as I said, without giving anything away, the, the ending of this is just ludicrous. Um, and I, and I, I, I just touted Transformers over the Godfather. So ludicrous <laughs> left a long time ago. <laughs> well, just give it, give it a go. And if you feel you must, but just remember what I said. <laughs> I, well, uh, if you went on my Kaleidoscape, it says you own in 4K HDR. So I just bought it. So, so you've already got it. Oh, already oh you've got already it. got it? Or no, you, I you just, just downloaded it. I just, oh, right, I just okay. clicked on it. Uh, so there we it, go. So that's not that downloading um, yet. Otherwise, I'd lose everything I have right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so shall I quickly do the last one then? Just my last one before we yes, talk about the Yes, I can't wait ones. to hear what you think of this. Yes, you've seen so, it before when I talked about it, right? Yes. 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 So it was released here on. Um, so this is Wrath of Man. Okay, yep. yeah. So this was released here on Amazon Prime. It was an exclusive to Amazon Prime, and I watched it in my front room, so I didn't watch it in the cinema room because I wasn't sure if it was going to be for me or not, um, as much as I like Statham and much as I like Guy Ritchie. Um, and I enjoyed it. It was good. Um, and, and But I kind of forgot about it because there was a French release here, but it, um, French release, sorry, in Europe, I mean by here, um, but it was very expensive to to import it and so i didn't get the the 4k version um and then recently within the last few weeks it's come out over there um so i imported that because of what you'd said about the kaleidoscape version and how good that was um so i imported it and i watched it night before last or something like that um yeah it, well the film is just as good second time around i've noticed more plot holes this time around than, than last time mm. um there are some glaring 
glaring potholes in the plot holes or potholes plot holes <laughs> back to the drugs again um glaring <laughs> plot holes in this um which which were more obvious this time around watching it in the cinema room as i did i i i, I thought mm, okay plus I'll you just know the story go. right you, it, you, yeah you, quite. you know the yeah. ending when you're watching the beginning and you're like Indeed. wait yeah, a absolutely. minute <laughs> yeah well that's that's it but it's still enjoyable and it's a good hmm. schlocky gangster well gangster yeah heist movie i suppose um with a bit of everything thrown in and i enjoyed it now now it's actually a very challenging disc um i think because it's been shot very dark there mm. are there's quite there, there is i think some crush in this but but not loads mm. but it's very dark film there there are even in daylight it looks as though everything's been covered over you know it's um and and there are some real shadows in this so it's a challenging disc to master and yet it still looks very nice there is it's been shot to look i think like dog day afternoon you know like like color you know shot in a in a way that's quite grainy and, and been done quite deliberately to look that way um and that comes across fine on the disc um the audio is really good i don't think though dj and i'll be curious because i know you were very very um effusive in your praise of the audio on the on the um on the disc on the kaleidoscape version i didn't think that the audio was stunningly good i thought it was good Okay. But I didn't, I don't think for me, it wasn't, it's not what I demo. I'm not going to pull this out. If someone says, show me a heist movie, mm. I'll, I'll reach for ambulance. You know, if they say, show me a, you know, show me something that's classic that I'd reach for heat. You know, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go for this one on the 4k disc to demo the audio, although it's good for the film that it is. It's just not, it's not as, I think the kaleidoscape is clearly better. It must be based on what you'd said about it. And um, here's the so irony. This, the kaleidoscape's not yeah. Atmos. No. Okay. Which, which this is. Yeah. 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 So, so interesting. I, yeah. I, I, now I kind of like, do I buy the disc <laughs> compare them? Because <laughs> I, no, I'm not even, I yes. mean, we all yes, laugh, you but you, yes. yes, exactly. But I, <laughs> see now, if you remember, like, it's not necessarily like, like we talked about U571 and I think that can be improved, but it's a demo disc, right? So there's mm. caveats here. Uh, Wrath mm. of Man, if you think like, I remember that one particular scene that I want to ask you about that I said it's towards the end of the movie. Um, okay. Uh, it's towards the end of the movie. And remember the motorcycle like revving off to the left side of the screen. And it, it's, you know, yeah. where and he's coming into the room. And so I don't want to mm. give anything away, but you hear that motorcycle revving off to the left side of the screen, which literally has nothing to do with the scene when you know mm. how the, but it's a callback to something else that had happened earlier in the movie. Somebody made a comment to a character about motorcycles, right? Yeah. But now yeah. all of a sudden we're back in that character's house and there's a motorcycle. Mm. There's no reason for that to be there. And I think to me, that's Guy Ritchie, right? That's like, mm. let's, let's add this in over here because it's an ominous sound. There's nobody mm. revving a motorcycle on the left side of your screen. But it's an ominous mm. sound about what's about to happen in the scene. And that, to me, is why that's more of what I really like about this home theater experience is there's mm. stuff like that that you're like, and it's a deep growl, too, right? It, it was yeah. a deep, yeah. like, vroom, vroom, and you're like, whoa, mm. what is that? And it's going off and over there. It actually made me turn my head and go, why is that there? But then you see how the scene is playing out and you're like, oh, mm. they were setting a tone for what is going on in the scene and they were utilizing it. They didn't do just a normal like, 
you know, some they'll use the score and it'll be like boom, 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 and or there'll be mm. a growl in the room that'll come up and it's like it's just part of the score. They utilize something else. That's just one example of what I I really liked through the movie that just was like the soundtrack, the sound to this movie I thought was mm. it's a home theater experience really almost not like no other but very artistic very fun mm. and yeah there's plot holes galore and it's it's and and the acting like i said when i talked about it the opening mm. scenes those acting some of the, you're like what are you guys it, it's like i had to power through that <laughs> but i thought the audio was that creative mm. and that good that I, I i just really enjoyed it right and it's yeah like, i yeah i think i found it it wasn't bombastic quite enough for me i think right. i was kind of expecting something different bearing in mind it's the first time i'd seen it in surround sound when i watch it in my front room it's two channel you know it's just right. tv speakers so this is the first time seeing it in surround and i think perhaps i was expecting ambulance or heat yeah, yeah. where it's something more subtle than that yeah and i and i wonder if when i watch it again and i will watch it again because i do like it it, it isn't it's mm. a mood piece i think some of the the, yeah. the, the the audio on this um but i think i was expecting something else um but so yeah i it, it's still good i'm not sure i'd recommend you buying the the, the, the disc to compare the two but you know you will anyway <laughs> if i have the time <laughs> but yeah yeah so so yeah but it, it's but i'm glad i bought it and i'm glad i own it it's another mm. one of these ones that's that was streaming that's now available physically and where where the film is is semi-decent it's absolutely worth picking up and i yeah it's good it's one of the better recent guy Ritchie movies um and so yeah i i, I would recommend it. if anyone hasn't seen it and and you know you, you don't mind importing it um then you know give it a give it a go um it's, it is worth it yeah, so oh, I'm glad you saw it. All right, all yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, all right. What do, let's do? Um, let's do the Last of Us first. We'll get that out of the way. Get caught up. How we're feeling? <laughs> where this is going? The latest episode. Um, I have a timestamp from episode five, and I can read my notes. I'm not a hundred percent sure what it means. It was so long ago. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's. I mean, thoughts, guys. I mean, what are we thinking so far? And Steve, you've played the game. How are you still feeling about it? What do we got? Yeah, I'm okay. more interested in that than anything. <laughs> like how, because I don't know where it's diverging and where it's, you mm. know. Well, okay, you sure you want to know? I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone watching that. that, that, that Just um, your that thoughts on seen. how you think, how is it playing mm. out for you as somebody because that... You, that that yeah. played it, and you did have your doubts at the beginning. I did. I think I think those doubts are now moot to a certain extent. I think I'm 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 going along with it much more now. Um, nice. So we've had what three episodes since we last met because yeah. we had the right. we had the Monday night one that we'd seen, then you had the Friday night, and then of course like yesterday's episode here mm -hmm. Sundays for you guys. Um, so episode five is the big one. That's the one with the, with the, the attack and the sniper and all that stuff, right. isn't it? Mm -hmm. That's five. Yeah. That's now five. that is very similar to the now game. Now I get my timestamp. <laughs> there you go. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. So it's very sim similar to the game. However, the, 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 it takes place. It's, it's extended. There's a longer period of time. The character who, who is the very vulnerable character in that is older in the game and is not um um is also not uh hearing impaired so that that is an invention for the series that i'm not quite oh, nice. sure why they did that because he's just as vulnerable if you're not hearing impaired as if you are so right. i'm not quite sure what that was about but the way that that episode ends is identical mm. to the game 
So that that and I, and I was waiting for that. As soon as they turned up at the end of the last episode, before that, I'm thinking, right, I know exactly what's going to happen. And sure enough, it, it did, um, which is a real gut punch to anyone who hasn't played the game because yeah. it goes places that few series would go. So then, yesterday's episode though did change things in interesting ways for those that have played the first one and the second game because it it moved around some of the chess pieces and changed the order of things from the game oh nice. um, which you know you don't yeah so that so and there are there are a number of very clear easter eggs pointing at the second game in this episode which of course are not in the first game because they hadn't made it at that point right. um and and I'm, again i won't spoil those for you because that'll come later down the line but but there, there was a character that you briefly glimpsed who's a major part of the second game um and the, and the, the the town they're in is is a major part of the second game and there's also okay. something else as well um so yeah so i i think it's moot now because oh and the yeah because it's it's it i'm swept up in it more now and whilst i I would be lying if i said i wasn't all the way through the episode last night going well that's different that's not how that happens that's that's different um which would irritate the hell out of people watching it with me um (laughs) it 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 is however though it is it is where it diverges from the game it does it in an interesting way so it's not it's not now slavishly copying the games, although there is some dialogue lifted directly from it in that last episode mm. yesterday. Um, it, it is diverging, but in interesting ways and ways that, that that are natural to the story. I think so. I think you know th- this 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 line we talked about where you you slavishly copy the games or you go completely off on your own. They are walking this line and they're moving either side of it as they go, but they're doing it in ways that that feel natural and, and are interesting. So I think that debate for me is kind of not an issue now, um, yeah. and it, it it's good as I say. And and what happens at the end of that last episode is is different to the game. Um, what happens to Joel happens, but in a very different way. Okay. Um, and, and I already know now exactly what's going to happen in the next episode. Um, so, you know, tune in next week, folks. Um, so, yeah, but it's good. So how are you guys finding it then? As, 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 as Last of Us virgins, how are you finding <laughs> yeah, it? I, I really enjoy it. You know, um, hmm. the home theater-wise, I know you don't experience because no, you're, no. you're not seeing Only it. Only two channel. Yeah, hmm. yeah. yeah. It's a crappy um, streamer. But I think it's, you know, we've talked about the first three episodes individually and how good they were. Uh, for home theater, and I think these episodes all are equally good. Um, right. It's a really good theater experience. Um, and, yeah, I'm really enjoying the story, knowing nothing about it, um, although you know, I have a pretty good idea where it's going <laughs> in the next episode, too, because some things were spoiled for me early on. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's great. I uh, really enjoyed it. So, Same here. The, and uh, it, the story... It's it, it very, I don't, I can't say I wish I played the game. I'm glad I didn't at this point because I'm enjoying it as going through. I think it's a great story. I think it's, I, I said this earlier on, I'm like, this is, it's an amazing day and time for us that we're taking store, great stories from a video game, right? right. Like in the eighties, you would have been like, what? Saxon? I can't make a show out of that. um, it's it just is like that to me is is very is amazing in itself but the home theater experience like john said is just the hdr looks really good i can't wait to go back through this on disc because i think it's going to be improved because it is another it's you know there's a lot of dark scenes in this uh some of the night night scenes you know it could be improved 
Um, but the sound is really good. And like I said, I had the timestamp at 39 minutes of episode five. And it's, and I'm, sometimes I don't know why when it comes through, you type, I have gunshots when they're lined down. I'm like, what does that mean? Lying down. So they were lying down and they were being hemmed down and the gunshots in it. It's a character has to run back around. And as, as he's running around a building, the gunshot was actually, as he moved, the gunshot moved around your room. And I thought that was really cool. And it was like, and then they went back to the characters that he was trying to help with. And it's like the gunshot was coming from a specific place. And then they, they shoot back to him and now in a different place. So the details like that, I think really nice. And, and throughout the entire thing, I think the gunshots are real. I mean, we had a, uh, as you said, Steve, there was a, a an ending and the gunshot in that ending was very poignant very i mean you just went <gasps> and it, it i mean it hurt right and and in the home theater experience i felt it you could feel i mean it was a nice deep and it was like it, you felt it obviously emotionally from that moment but you also felt it in your room the, and so this is only going to get better when we get the physical release because you know hbo is doing that so they haven't announced this release yet, but they've been doing it with Game of Thrones. They did it with uh, yeah, yeah. It's a no brainer, isn't it? It's a no brainer, especially for yeah. people like yourself, Steve. It's like, I mean, how do you guys? How do they not make that available to you? So, mm. and people have really supported it by buying it, right? Like these right. are selling. Mm -hmm. I mean, House of the Dragon, you know, Game of Thrones—they're all big sellers. So, right. in the home theater community, so and this has been a massive hit for them. Yeah. Like yeah. every episode well, has a higher viewership than the previous one, mm. which doesn't happen. And that doesn't even make shows. sense. <laughs> I know. Cause who's jumping on with episode five that hasn't watched episode one yet? Right. I don't understand it either, but I guess they're Those just playing the game like day one, day one, like night one viewership is right. bigger mm. every, every week. Oh, maybe that's um, what like it is. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't happen on most shows. You know, it, it always declines. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it, it's been a massive hit. So I can't imagine mm. they wouldn't milk every penny out of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you think about it, Sony are loving it as well because more and more people will now be buying the games and, right. and, and experiencing it for the first time, buying consoles yeah. to go with the game. And, yeah. I mean, it's win win. And if this is their fledgling uh, foray into long form storytelling um, on TV, um, because we've got. Ghost, uh, God of War coming, which is another one which which we'll mm. like, John, because of course it'll all be very Viking and, and Norse like right. heavy. Um, that's coming to Amazon Prime. They're, they're trying to get a Ghost of Tsushima film made with Chad Stahelski, the director of John Wick, um, and they're trying to do all that. So they're, they're really trying to push this stuff. Um, right. We're going to get lots of it in the years ahead. Yeah. Um, but 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 to get to your point, Deej, about the 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 you know, imagine a game, something like this made from a game. I mean, The Last of Us One and Two are are as cinematic mm. a game as you can imagine. I mean, they are they are they they are very very adult orientated, and I mean that not in the racy sense in the in the mm. complexity no, no, no. sense they are as of uh, are as as detailed and as rich in terms of that as, as any game anybody's ever played there's a reason they are at a, at a level that they are and this only gets and, and this we're still on game one 
You know, there's, mm. a, there's a ten ten year gap. I think there is in terms of the world between game one and game two, and game two takes this this complexity to whole new levels. It goes to complete, if you'll forgive the expression, talking about games and levels, um, mm. but it's to a completely different sort of stratosphere, yeah. and, it, and it really does push it. So, so this is just the beginning. I mean, we, the, when they get to the second game, which won't, I don't think it'll be season two. I think it'll be three and four. I think season two will be in the interim time because clearly lots happened. Mm. Um, and I, but when you get to three and four, and when they adapt that, and they will, it will be absolutely. You know, you talk about the Godfather. It's that kind of level of emotional complexity and storytelling yeah. that you get in in three and four. I mean, it, it, it it's incredible. And I know John, you've already had the start of the second game spoiled for you. Right. Um, but it's very, very good indeed, and it's just going to get better. So, so yeah, lots to come with this. Yeah, so very cool. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. just to reflect back a second on, think of video games and how, like, even The Last of Us, the video game itself, think of the evolution of video games and go back to, you know, your Ataris in the 80s, and then late 80s, we come out with Sega, and then Sega comes out with their their um cd games right mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. idea of the storytelling that was that the incarnate the first incarnation of it and what they did is they took old school like 10-bit video game whatever 8-bit video game and then they put in the middle and that was supposed to be cool they actually put in like a movie type scene that you could watch and then you went on and then you played your 8-bit game and then when you got to a section they would give you a scene through the cd that would spin you know what i mean so it's like it was that bit of storytelling that put now flash forward like almost like like 30 years right and now it's still the same thing but it's more it's more encompassing right like the graphics obviously are a lot better now but that storytelling in the middle Back in the 80s, that we were supposed to be playing. You wanted to be flying your little cube on the screen and shooting at other things, right? <laughs> it was all action all the time. That storytelling in the middle didn't start until they could actually give you a... a and remember those videos back then? They were like all choppy and they... they were, I remember some of the games would lean into it. It was supposed to be a, a bad broadcast like... <laughs> Oh, we're coming to you live right here, and they're bombing us. Help us. And then you'd get in your Jeep, and, you'd and it was crappy graphics. But it's like, think of all that, and now it's coming to our home theaters and our TVs as a story. Is They're taking the story out of the middle of the video game, and we're watching it as a as as entertainment. It's mm. Think of all the evolution of all of that is crazy to me. It's crazy. Yeah. So. No, it's it's very very cool, and they, but they are games that are that are that are a breed apart. I mean, these two in particular are celebrated for yeah. for a good reason. Yep. Um, but yeah, oh, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. It's very oh, cool, yeah. and shows the success of this of this this endeavor, isn't it? Because you guys, not having played the games, are hooked, yeah. and I'm really enjoying it, and I've completed them both, um, and, yeah. and the first one twice. So it isn't that interesting how how that um, yeah. how, how that you know they, they've the success that they're walking this line. Good storytelling. Oh, yeah, That's all it is. Mm. They did good it's storytelling exactly in the game, and then they're adapting it appropriately to be entertaining mm -hmm. for everybody. So, yeah, yeah no, it's great. Cool. All right, uh, let's get to you. You guys want to go to the movies? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, as John saw, oh, I see you updated. 
Ant-Man yeah. quantum mania. Yeah. Copycat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could cut and paste, you know. Had to clarify. <laughs> that was the best uh, best. That was outtake. the best I could do on short notice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the three of us, not together, but the three of us went and saw Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Um, apparently, there's a good discussion coming from this. Uh, what do we got, boys? <laughs> where am I going? Where am I going to land? Whose side am I going to be on? What's going on here? <laughs> Who's first? <laughs> well, I just, I, all I want to say is like, this is another one of those movies like Doctor Strange 2 that will be phenomenal on physical disc in your theater. The visual mm. of the quantum realm and the set, like, this is going to be a tour de force yep. 4K disc. I didn't think it was that great <laughs> of a movie. Mm. It was fine. Um, I thought John, a John, lot of it was forced. <laughs> can I interject here for a second? Sure. Did, did it leave you feeling whelmed? Whelmed. That's yeah. that's how now, I felt. <laughs> now, Jonathan Majors is fantastic. Yep. Uh, I thought he was the standout of this entire movie. And I think his Kang going forward in the MCU is going to be as terrifying as Thanos was, um, and as big of a threat. Um, but I thought the movie was just okay. Yeah. Know? So, all right, before I go, cause I'm, uh, I'm going to elaborate on that to spoil free, <laughs> spoiler free <laughs> on what I'm going to say, but that's the spoiler. Uh, I agree with John, but I got another, ver a little bit more to add, but Steve, bring us, brighten this up a little bit, buddy. Okay. Well, that's the thing. Cause normally I'm the one that brings this down. I'm normally no. the one that says, Oh, it was crap. Um, so I, now I did not see this in the theaters. I had a, I was fortunate enough to be able to watch this at home. Oh. Um, and I was able to watch it via a stream, via a, I, I, I can't tell you why it was official. Let me make that clear. But I can't tell you why I'm not allowed to swore to secrecy. Anyway, so I watched it at home. And uh, I watched it with two other people. And we, I think I can use the royal we, we um, had a great time with it. And I, I really enjoyed this way more than I expected to. And I liked the other two. Um, for me, this is this, the second best, sorry, third third best perhaps phase, well, f third best Marvel film since Endgame. So phase um, four, So yeah. you've got, yeah, so phase four, this is starting phase five, isn't it? So so, so, we, for, oh, okay. so for me, so it's No Way Home, Multiverse of Madness, and then this. And I think Multiverse of Madness, which I really enjoyed, this is very close to that. Um, I had a great time with this, much more than I should have done. Um, I think, and I'm, and I appreciate I'm the outlier opinion of this because as I was on my way to work this morning, one of my best friends who rang me, um, who watched it last night, hated it um, <laughs> with a passion. Absolutely really? hated it. I, I didn't oh hate yeah, it. no. <laughs> oh, he he just it was yeah. like this was dreadful. You know, he he right. really didn't like it. Um, so, but I I thought it was great. I thought it was we you know we 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 cheered at the heroes, we booed and hissed at the villains, and we laughed our socks off. You know, many many times. Um, I thought it was great. Um, and just just the right side of of knowing of cheesy when it needed to be, silly when it wanted to be, but with some fantastic lines. And for days afterwards, appreciate only came out last week but for days afterwards um anybody in this household having any issues someone would shout but i'm the ultimate weapon 
Um, and just, just, I just love that. Absolutely love that. Um, so, so very funny. And I agree with you hundred percent though with Kang. Jonathan Majors is great in this. And I, I've always liked Kang since the first Secret Wars comic run. Um, you know, and, and, you know, the, the, when he talks about, you know, I am the conqueror, you know, the conqueror is coming. That is just very cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the complaints my friend had was saying about how he didn't think that Ant-Man sh- without power should be able to go toe to toe with Kang. Um, and, there's probably some, and that's in the trailer, so I don't think that's a spoiler. Um, but I think well, so Patrick I think Stewart probably, wasn't in the scene, so you're good. Well, yeah, yeah. Shh, shh, don't mention Patrick Stewart. We'll get we'll, we'll get letters. We'll get letters, <laughs> and we'll get blocked. <laughs> um, but the uh, the um, I'm glad you said it for this time, not me. <laughs> it's normally me that brings up Patrick Stewart. Um, and it, and it so up I think, earlier. Yeah, well, quite yeah. <laughs> but he, uh, so I no, I, th- I thought he was great, and I and so I, th- I thought it was very cool, and I'm really looking forward to seeing it again. I won't see it in the cinema though. I'll wait for Disney Plus mm-hmm. in the IMAX enhanced version, and I'll pick up the disc day one. Um, and I and I'm looking forward to watching this again and again and again. But I also understand how people don't like it. I can see that some would go, "This is too much, and it's just too stupid and too silly." And I did not castigate my friend this morning when he said it was you know hated mm. it because i can understand where he's coming from and i and i think the absolutely valid criticisms and and his criticisms are not always so readily accepted by me um <laughs> but in this case it, it, you know i get it you know I, I absolutely get it but it but i had a fantastic time with it and i i can't wait to see it again but there we go so Dees, what did you make of it <laughs> i agree with both of you um hmm. ant-man and the wasp ant-man ant-man and the wasp and quantum mania the three of them I, for some reason, I can't put my finger on it. I love Paul Rudd. I just, I I just think, but I think, and I I couldn't wait to say this to John because he'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like, I think these three movies fall into the, um, the Superman, what happens with Superman. It's just too nice of a guy. And there, it, it, it takes away some of the dynamics of making the Ant-Man an interesting character. Paul Rudd, the person, is, you, you can't not like him, right? The person, not even a character, not, you know, anything like that. It's, any movie he's in, you're just like, he's just such a great guy. Even to the scene, there's a scene in Quantum Mania where he's walking down the street and you're just like, he's just a happy-go-lucky. How do you not like that guy? But then as a movie, it's these movies, they've just never resonated with me to the point that I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to see Thor Love and Thunder, Thor, any, any, Thor the Dark World. It's like there's something there to me that it's like you can love it or hate it or something, but it feel like the, like Ant Man, just all three of these movies to me are just like, hmm. I'm just, I, I like them. They're part of the MCU and I, I enjoy watching them. But I even, I go back and try and watch them again and I'm just like, they're just, there's, there's nothing pulling at me. That being said, now you'll hear me on Tuesday. We had this, I had literally just seen the movie when I was talking with PK and I'm like, eh. now I'm sitting in the theaters and I'm like, I, I, I see why you did like it, Steve. You were at home. You were with friends. Now, I'm in a theater and I'm just like a lot like what John said. I'm like, I can't wait to see this at home because like this movie, this experience in the movie and not the story or anything. I'm starting to be like, I'm just going to wait a couple months. I'm like going to the theaters now is just getting to be like, what am I doing here? Because 
It's not the same experience that I'm getting at home. I don't have time to travel to the Dolby Cinema in Boston to be able to see it appropriately like I see it in my theater. It's almost more worth it for me to just wait and see it at home. I'm like, the only reason I'm there is so that I can have this conversation and get the story out because I know I'm going to, when this comes out on, on disc, or on when it finally hits Disney Plus, I'm going to watch this and I'm going to be like, just like I was with Thor, Love and Thunder and um, Multiverse of Madness. All of those, I was like, oh my God, it's so much better. Or remember Jurassic World Dominion? I saw that in the theater and I was like, this wasn't very good. And then I got it at home like, wow, the sound was so, it pulled me back in. And I know Quantumania is going to be like that because it is, it looks and sounds like it's going to be fantastic at home. But the, the theater going experience left a lot to be desired. And I did like the story. I love Kang. I love all the Kangs, the all, <laughs> everything about it. I like where it's leading, but there's just, I can never say that any of these have, Ant-Man movies have made me just like, eh, like they just all made me hmm, okay. It's Ant-Man. <laughs> Can't wait for a next Spider-Man movie. And they they even make that joke, which was in the trailer I've seen. Yeah. But it's you know, so I don't know. I, that's why I'm like, it's I can't wait for the disc. Yeah. Okay. So I, I it sounds to me like we all kind of agree. You just you got to experience it at home. John and I had to go to the theater. <laughs> well, and it wasn't it, it, necessarily it, it, that the theater was a bad experience. Hmm. Like it still, you know, I was in the XD theater. It still looked great. It sounded fine, but it's going to be better at home. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's just going to be. Yeah, it was really it was, good. I, I, it, yeah, I mean, we we did have a fun time with it, and as I said, we were able to cheer at the you know at the good guys and and, right. and you know boo, boo the villain literally and and also you know just laugh absolutely uproariously at the you know go get them pal yeah you know all that stuff that just i mean there's just such a and, and we have watched ant-man and ant-man and the wasp very recently mm. um and so we you know we and and again the people i saw it with both really enjoyed that and so it was fun to then you know watch this um and you know yeah i i really enjoyed it for me as i said multiverse of no way home obviously is the best in Sting game i don't think there's any dispute about that yeah then there's then for me it's multiverse of madness then it's this and then everything else kind of comes after that for me thor love um, and thunder oh yeah, yeah you didn't like that one as much okay. <laughs> no it was it, for me it's down it, yeah, yeah yeah it's down it, it's not i mean it was better the second time but mm. i still have issues with russell crowe interestingly <laughs> there seems to be a bit of a revisit of that this is being a reappraisal of love and thunder i've noticed on a couple of websites recently including like comicbook.com and a couple of others now calling it the worst mcu movie um now they weren't saying that when it came out um, Why? But there is, there just seems to be, they, they called Russell Crowe's performance a career worst performance. Well, everybody's got to have not, one. So, okay. So, yeah. And I still maintain it was racist, but there we go. That's me. But I, it was better the second time. The film was better the second time. Yeah. But I, I think the, this is better than that personally. It's just hmm. as silly at times. I mean, don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. You, know, they, they, you know, this is just as, just as dopey and, at, at times. But I preferred how this played out 
more than than I did Love and Thunder because that then doesn't have all this other stuff. But um, but yeah, no, I I I'm really looking forward to it. I think we'll all enjoy it more when yeah. we can watch it properly. I mean, I'd say I saw it at home. I didn't see it in Atmos. It wasn't in 4K, but it was a, a legitimate right. stream. But it wasn't a a 4K one. Um, yeah. But it still looked great. And and you know, as I said, I I just liked how it played out. Um, you know, and again, as I said, I get the complaints. I get the issues. The critics really don't like it. Mm. Um. And this, you know, it's it's not gonna. It's it's the lowest ranked now. I think it is now below the Eternals. Is the it, it uh, is it forty one percent now on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, so that's the cl- it, it, critics' view. And yeah, and I yeah. actually think the the what do they call it? The, the viewers, audience score the audience is up score. into the eighties. Uh, and that's yeah. where I would B put plus, it. Yeah, B plus. That's on where the, I would the, put the it. Cinema score. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. I've stopped. I, John and I used to do. We'd yeah, rank I the. I don't even do the. There's. No. This is its like thirty first one or whatever. I'm yeah, not gonna write. Yeah. There's too many because mm. you start to drop them in, and it's like no, no, no. I I can't yeah. miss them. I'm this far in, and I love. I do love going. I love the experience. While I was sitting there uh, watching this movie, this was the obviously the latest movie, but I had already uh, had the tweet with Danny Danny Speakers about going to see you know um, uh, the Flash movie. With, I think that would be great. That would really enhance the theater going experience for me to have even just Danny Speakers, but to get a few people in, the home theater people, and be able to sit and compare, like, oh, in my home theater, this would sound great and have a great, t- that would really add to the home, to the theater going mm-hmm. experience for me. So, I mean, we do that here, but that day, that, that'll be fun. I think that'll be a fun add to the show too, to be able to, like, hey, these guys thought this or what, or just Danny mm-hmm. and, my son and I, but not uh, not during the movie though, DJ. Please come on. No, no, Respect no. Your other theater goers. No, and that that's the point. <laughs> oh, it's that like, would have sounded amazing. Yeah, exactly. Like pause, <laughs> pause. Can we pause the timeout? Timeout. We don't like this scene. No, but you know what I mean. Like that'll be fun. So, but yeah, um, I got I got a scene for you when we're done recording because we're running. I, I want to try and keep yeah. this another only about 15 minutes because then i'm gonna have to change the audio and all that because yeah. we're running late and it's and it's quarter to one in the morning here yeah and <laughs> yeah so, I'm, starting, I'm starting to get the side eye a little bit too, yeah um, because we want to eat dinner so right to- <laughs> all right so let's get to this i mean we gotta we can't skip it now we had to get no, to but this i don't think we're going to give it the due that it's worth now because yeah we will we can give it 10 or 15 so minutes which is quite a bit hey i did you uh, five seven one was only 24 minutes long could you believe that <laughs> Jeez. But I heard it took longer than that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just a little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. Um, all right, Steve, you want to read uh, the introduction for this? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, sorry, I've just gone down. Uh, right, okay. Well, let's look. Like, well, I'm finding it. So, Mike, Mike, Mark V has been waiting forever. For us to deal with this next one, are we going to put everybody out of their misery? Um, I probably they it's gathered in the show the they've, already, they've already figured <laughs> yeah. it out on Twitter a couple of days ago, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, so this is Ghostbusters Afterlife. So, good old Mark V, last he, he, he repeatedly put messages out in the live chat last time. Um, and I think you've got now what is this? Is looks to be a tweet, is this a DM, um, or, or a tweet say, starting with triplets? Is that a Tweet or That's, DM? Uh, oh, my, my pictures aren't loading up very quickly right here. Yeah, but I, I think, think the first well, one's a D. He, D. he did all of them. He emailed me. <laughs> he DM'd me. He, the, we had the comments in on YouTube. He, he wants this movie. Yeah, in the live <laughs> chat. So what do you got? What did okay, he, so what's so the says, one I got so, there? 
So it says triplets. I would really love, I love the way he calls us triplets. I'd really love to hear all three of your perspectives on Ghostbusters Afterlife. DJ, it's been a year. DJ, he says it twice. There we go. <laughs> DJ, it's been a year, DJ. And I really want your take on this movie. And it would be a blast to hear what the other guys get from it. <laughs> yeah. And then he's followed that up then. Shall I do the other one as well? Just while sure. doing This is the DM, isn't it? And there he goes. So DJ, it's been a year and we're patiently waiting for the Ghostbusters Afterlife review. Last year, you said you'd wait a year before reviewing this awesome movie. <laughs> I think this is how he means it, right? I'd love to hear your thoughts and possibly get some scene suggestions and experiences from Steve and John, like the original pod, but with three different perspectives. And you've replied, I'll do my best. <laughs> I can't make any promises. And that was, obviously I forwarded it on to you guys right away. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, mm-hmm. uh, what are we going to do here? <laughs> um, so yeah. So for any new listeners, uh, yeah, this came out, uh, last February 1st on Blu-ray. And back then I was doing like you five, seven, one. Now every week I would do a movie and Mark and other others asked for this movie. And what I, I was trying to do older movies. So I was always taking, Everybody at the time was talking Ghostbusters Afterlife back then, right? And I typically don't like to do new releases on the show because everybody's already doing it. I want to do something different. So let's, like, U571. And um, apparently when I said this a year ago, Mark put it in his calendar. (laughs) Because, I mean, literally a year later, that's when he texted, he DM'd, he tweeted... He, did. he hit us on YouTube. He emailed me. It was like, okay. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't use different, like, names. Right. <laughs> like, like, Created Mark, three different accounts. Yeah. And uh, yeah. how creative Mark would be. It'd be like Mark V, Mark B, Mark C, Mark D. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he went a bit overboard by doing the sky writing, though, over uh, your yeah. house. I think that was a bit too yeah. much, to be honest. I think he went a bit farther. He didn't need to do that. So uh, I have one, two, three, four. I have some timestamps here. I got about seven timestamps. I went through and I did my appropriate, knowing that it would be you guys, I didn't want to do as many as i do for a typical movie so i grab mine but what do you guys have what did you think on a rewatch of ghostbusters afterlife which is absolutely i think it's a great movie great fantastic home theater experience um we'll get to that it's it's a reference disc as far as i'm concerned what do you guys think yeah Uh, you want to go first well i say i agree i i didn't do timestamps. um uh, and this was actually my first viewing of the 4k disc um, I had seen the movie prior, uh, mm-hmm. but I didn't own the disc until uh, Christmas time. I bought it actually, and this is the first time I watched it. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's a reference disc all the way through. Um, it's a great movie. Um, you know, I feel like I'm letting Mark down a little bit because I didn't really do timestamps and I don't have scenes, but it, it's it's a reference disc. Like it's fantastic. Um, one of the best ones I've seen. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Steve, Steve oh, no. All right. There yeah. we okay. go. Okay. Very quickly. Film's great. I like the film. I think the film is as good as it could be. I had it slightly spoiled for me because I hadn't seen it in the cinema. And when I say slightly, I mean act totally because YouTube, someone on YouTube put up a, a, a video and as the thumbnail was that shot of the end. some legacy characters. Um, right. 
you know, and, mm. and so when I saw the film, I knew what was coming, which was a huge shame. But I like it. I think it's as good as it could be. I, I'm one of the people that likes the 2016 version as well. I quite like that. I, I didn't hate that. Um, but I, but this is very good and, 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 and what it should have been, bearing in mind it's directed by Jason Reitman, son of Ivan. Um, so that's fine. I don't think it's a reference disc in terms of its picture quality. I think really? it's a reference disc in terms of its audio. Oh. Yeah. Well, the reason I say that is I think that, that most of this movie is a little soft. Not, hmm. not n- now I think, again, I know I say this a lot, but I think it's a stylistic choice. I think this is almost trying to give you that classic feel of a mm-hmm. movie from of years gone by. And if you want to see the difference between it, because if you look at the scene, and I've, I haven't time stamped it, but the scene with Paul Rudd and the little mini Stay Puffed Marshmallow guys yep yep that was shot separately to the film as yeah. i remember it that was shot as a little teaser a bit like the ecto one reveal it's as around well. one minute and uh, one hour 16 minutes and yeah so yeah yep. so i i think that that was shot separately and it was shot i believe before the filming took place so so while they were doing principal photography mm-hmm. now if you look at there's a bit where paul rudd leans into the camera and he's very close and he's looking at the very first Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and you look at the jump in detail with every wrinkle and line on his face bearing mm-hmm. in mind Paul Rudd is ageless so yeah. if you can see wrinkles on him it must be sharp right? <laughs> now if you look if you look at that and then compare that to just about any other shot in the rest of the film the detail levels in that are significantly different there is because again it was shot mm-hmm. I think before they decided how they were going to shoot the rest of the film um, and that stood out to me so I don't think I've seen sharper, more dynamic, eye-reactive HDR movies that, that I think look better than this. Having said that, that does not mean this does not look good. It looks very good indeed, mm. but it's not, for me, quite reference quality. Not quite. Very right, close. Right. But the sound is reference all day long. There's no, right. no argument about the sound from second one when you mm-hmm. get the, the, the lovely thunder moving all around the room, all the way across the top, forward and back, um, mm-hmm. is great. And, and, and again and again and again throughout the movie, it's constantly active. The surrounds are going, the, the overheads are moving, you know, there's decent bass. It's, it's, it's a very, very um, dynamic mix. I, mm. I love the sound on this. The sound I'd forgotten just how good the sound is. It's my second viewing of the 4K disc, and I had forgotten how good the audio was. So audio reference for sure. Video not not quite for me, but that's not to say it's not very good. I've just seen better. That's that's what I would say. So okay, there we go. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, right. I'm not gonna. I can't disagree with you. Um, when I say it reference disc, I'm like it's just. I mean, the, the sound alone make it a reference yeah. disc for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have a scene for you for that I loved for the HDR. Watched it a couple of times, and we'll get to that in a second. But um, just to let the listeners know, if you haven't seen this, uh, we're about to get into some spoilers because we're going to go into some scenes. The data tells me there is potential danger of plot and or character dynamics that could go rotten. Mm-hmm. So... Just to let you know, that's the warning right there. We're getting into the spoilers for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, like we said, uh, Steve said about the opening, the base, right from the Sony logo, right? Just opening up this movie and this opening scene, just to let you know, like this is one that Larry from SVS talked about. And it was like one of his favorite scenes. And it just, 
it's a the opening scene this this is demo like if you don't own the disc but you like to show off your theater and have it this is a one of those just push play and just sit back and let people go wow because your room the like you, the thunder going all around they bust through the gate and the gate you get the pans on either side of your screen just bang bang right um but then at the 3 minute mark the footsteps towards the house so we're into spoilers here so we have um just these footsteps there's you it's a ghost right stepping onto the ground and you get the base of those footsteps but the camera is following this ghost walk to the house the base lands in front of you so you kind of feel like that footstep is in front of you because you have the boom in front of you but each step kicks up dirt right it powders up or whatever as the camera's going through, the, the that noise of the, the little pebbles pan to the rear of the room. Do it. It's at the three-minute mark. Do it. And you'll hear boom to the back of you. It's awesome. And it's like it's the details like that that I just it, – it's throughout this movie. I love those little details, obviously. The one with the HDR is at 13 minutes and 30 seconds. And it's the scene when they're, they're pulling up to the diner, but it's around dusk. So the mom's taking the kids up to the town for the first time. And they nailed that feeling of dusk, which we've, it's not anything new. It's all over the world. It's just before the sun goes down, right? We all know what dusk is, but it's, <laughs> there's a color in the sky, but then there's a contrast between that and the silhouette of the trees in the background, <clears throat> which in real life, that's what you feel. But, in, in this scene, you could actually like see some detail in those trees, but then the, the bright lights on them, on the neon signs in the town, there was just so much going on there at dusk that it just, it, it wasn't a night scene, which would be high contrast, dark sky, this, that, and the other. It, it was a great mix that to, to your point, Steve, like, that's not about the detail necessarily. It's about the colors and the vibrancy in the colors mm. and what we're looking for here. And that's where I think that that's where the HDR comes in. And to be able to give you the accurate depiction of these colors and the depth it, that it gives you in that scene, which I really, I really liked that. Um, go to the, now let's jump up to 34 minutes and 34 seconds. And it's an obvious jump scare. And this is the scene when Paul Rudd, he taps the little trap and they're at the, they're, he's using a bus to jumpstart it and he taps it. This entire scene, the first time I saw this in the theaters, every time I've seen it, when I went back to review it after I timestamped this, I'm like, Oh, I know what's coming. Oh my God. And it's like when that ghost comes out, that bass, it just hits you. I don't care. You know just how movies play out. It's very quiet. He's walking up and he keeps looking back going, you know something's coming out of there, but it still makes you jump. And then in our theaters, you feel it in your chest. And then that, that ghost goes down between the buses and you hear the glass going ching, ching, down your room. Great pans there. Just, I mean, just another great scene. Uh, so <laughs> this one, now I want your comments on this one. Switch me on at and I at forty eight minutes and it's when the kids are out in the field and and uh what his name's podcast he switches switch me on 
He flips on that pack. Is there a human alive that wouldn't have dropped that pack and run if that's what you felt, <laughs> what we felt in our theaters? Right. Did that, <laughs> the girls just, I'm watching the scene in my room going, and she's just standing there going, hmm, this is neat. <laughs> now, clearly in real life, she's just like, you just stand here and we're going to turn it on. And in After Effects, we're going to throw in all this space. A little direction here that you have a big nuclear power pack on your back going, vibrating the root, the viewer. And she's just standing there like, can't wait to shoot this. <laughs> did, nobody picked John. You didn't pick up oh, on no. that. Oh, I know. <laughs> that's a Johnism if I've ever seen one and felt yeah. one. That one, it, but it's, it, that's a fantastic scene. I mean, just yeah. that mm. power. And then she starts shooting. And <laughs> did I hit it? <laughs> you destroyed it. It doesn't exist. That it, oh, fantastic. Um, the scene you were talking about, Paul Rudd in the store. I don't know if it was a Target or a Walmart or whatever it was. Hmm. Walmart, yeah. Um, one minute, one minute, I keep saying. One hour, 16 minutes and 23 seconds. So this is slightly after what you were talking about, Steve. And he goes down the end of the the, the aisle and he hmm. sees the, the gargoyle thingy there, right? Hmm. Eating the dog food. Great, great base, right? You're getting the... <laughs> and you're like, your room is like, yeah, I could feel it in my seat. But that's not what I want you to pay attention to. The, li the little, uh, uh, what, did, what did you call it? Marshmallow guys? The little Stay Puft Marshmallow Stay Puft, guys. Yeah. 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 They're on the Roomba. Yeah. There's the shot, and I think it's right at the 116.23. I think you'll see the Roomba at the bottom of your screen go from like mid center left off to the right and then off screen. And you hear the little Roomba go, meow. Hmm. But it's underneath all of that other base, everything else that's going on. But then there's this nice little pan in there of this off to the side. And it's like, I watch that over and over. I'm like, that's, I mean, why do they do that? Why? I say that all the time. I love when they do things like that for us because most people are just like, hey, look at the guy. Go, but then off to the side. And it does. It goes right off the screen and you hear it off to the right. Pretty cool. Uh, and then the last one I have is, uh, at one hour, 28 minutes, even, uh, Paul Rudd releases all the ghosts and everything. And like when he makes them, the guns fire at each other and stuff. And right. first the guns that they're there to keep everything down and you can hear them depending on the camera angle, where the guns are and where they're located and where they're shooting. So that was really nice. Um, but then when they, st when the, when he finally, he takes it, obviously your room is changing all the time and he aims one gun at another, ruins everything. And all the ghosts start to come out. Um, listen for, as all those colors go up and over your head, listen for the going Atmos crazy, just over your head. There's so much going on in that scene though. It's, I, I watched it over and over and it's, I mean, it is, it's a fantastic movie. There's so many, and that's why I said it's reference. There's so many little things too. Like I tried to point out a few here, but there's so much going on in this movie that it's, it is, it, it, it's so much fun to watch. I'm glad we did it. I'm glad Mark brought it up. I'm glad we did it. Um, thanks, Mark. Um, but yeah, it, it's fantastic. Fantastic. And any comments, guys? No, no, I, I agree. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It, 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 and it is. I mean, you say timestamps. I mean, you could just say, you know, second one. And then two hours, 
and everything right. in between is your is your scene. Right. It really does. It's a it's a constantly active dynamic mix. It's not really much more to say. It genuinely is. Right. And, and even a you know any system is going to really make it sing. So yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, very yeah. very good. And as I said, I'm glad I revisited it because I don't know when I would have got back around to it otherwise. So yeah, thanks, Mark. I appreciate that. You've uh, yeah, we uh, sorry we've made you wait so long. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All great things come to those who wait, right? <laughs> we only made them wait the agreed upon time. One right. Year. <laughs> to the day. That was the agreed upon, that was the agreement. Yeah, exactly. So That you uh, made, we weren't part of. I know. It's like, <laughs> wait till you see what comes up later. <laughs> yeah. What other bargains am I part of that I don't know about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for this week's show. Uh, quite the show. We have ta- we take a couple weeks off, and I put out a 24-minute podcast, and we had to make up for it, so we did. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday, and I, this comes up in the podcast. PK does a great job. He mentions it in the podcast. I need to do a better job. We need to do a better job of talking about TakeOver Tuesdays because we have a, a lot of YouTube viewers that just watch this podcast through YouTube but on Tuesdays, we put out an audio-only podcast, and it's viewers it, it, it's viewers and listeners of the show come on, and we just chat home theater. So check out, I mean, today's, well, as we're recording this, on Tuesdays was Corinder. Go back, check, if you haven't checked out the audio podcast of this, check out all the Takeover Tuesdays. That's where Steve started out. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's over a year now? How many have we, we have... Many, many Takeover Tuesdays, all great listeners that have just come on and we just chat home theater. So check those out. And the one coming up is from India on Tuesday. It's literally, you know, we're, we're expanding, putting the call out to Antarctica. We got to get that. John and I did have a listener in Antarctica once. We did. We did. It came up, but I haven't met him or talked to him. But at one time we did have somebody from Antarctica listening to us because it came up on our stats. Uh, so yeah, so check that show out on on Tuesday. The audio only. We'll be back with the live stream on Tuesday as well for next week's show. We don't know the show title yet, right, Steve? No, not at all. Apparently, we don't. <laughs> we don't go that far ahead. No, <laughs> live by the seat of our pants, boys. Yeah. All right, um, all right. Uh, <laughs> so what do we got to do, John? Go push play. What he said. Or out, boys. Hey, Fred. This has been a Hey, Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.